to this year? Like, what what happened? <laughs> something <laughs> you know, going on I should know about? It's I, if I, I think I forgot what it was what actually happened, but something something came up this year. Was it, was it my shoulder? Was that what? Yeah. Did you guys did you guys postpone your wedding just for my shoulder, dude? I appreciate that. That's so sweet of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, I could, couldn't have it with you ailing that way, you know. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> sorry. Well, that's exciting. That's awesome, man. Um, yeah, we've been talking about it for a few months, so we we decided that uh, next year would be a would be a much better idea. So. Oh yeah. Totally. Like in the worst case, like just forget about the like have like a little party. And be like, well, now we just saved a bunch of money. Let's go buy something <laughs> fun. <laughs> Not saying that weddings are a sham, but weddings are kind of a sham. Uh, yeah, but she she definitely wants one, and I, I would still like to have one. So yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's personal preference. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh... I yeah, also I'm had like... a wedding. Fine. <laughs> Ness, you know. <laughs> I love you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're like the little sister. Uh, I wish I had. <laughs> oh. So exciting. Uh, so I got to, uh, I, uh, I think I told you guys I went to go donate. So I got to be the experiment for a new guy. And boy, is my arm bruised from him trying to uh, get the needle oh. in me. Or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm too nice sometimes. Jesus Christ. I shouldn't, I should not let myself be the experiment. <laughs> yeah. Always say no to that. Yeah. It's falling apart on me. Uh they should be experimenting on themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, John, you I believe you mean continuing to fall apart. You continue you? to fall apart. Yeah, I guess you haven't fallen apart for the four years I've known, four, yeah. five years I've known you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, when you when we first started talking, like I, uh, you know, I just had hip surgery, so that's a that's a bit of a way to start. <laughs> I was uh, I was a young, impressionable twenty-one or twenty-two-year-old when we first started talking together, and now I'm twenty-six and married. So oh, such a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're growing up so fast. No, oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm closer to 30 than, than not. So, yeah. And 30 is basically dead. Am I right, Jason? <laughs> I can't hear you over the fact that I'm a corpse in the ground. What? All right. One foot's already uh, in the grave. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. One foot. Are you kidding me? I think I've got like three quarters of my body dug down in the hole I'm digging for myself at this point. <laughs> All right. So how are we going to rank it? Was- the high ranking Finn Siren. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, movie. I, yeah, yeah, you know. I'm curious about how this conversation is going to go, honestly. I kind of am too. I'm uh, looking forward to talking about this one. Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of am too. So um, I'm going to warn you guys, my notes are substantial. Oh. That's good. I was, yeah. I was, ha- I, I guess like, are we, is this like bonus segment recording right now? Yeah, right? yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. Should we talk about it? Yeah, let's just talk about <laughs> yeah. it a little bit. Yeah, I was just like, uh, my watching was like, I was I tried to watch it last night in like a d- pure dark setting to like try and get the full effect of a horror movie to see if it, it worked. I didn't find it that scary, and I was also very tired. So yeah. I watched, it wasn't that scary. I watched it half wasn't. of it uh, last night and the, and the other half today. So I might, my, the first half might be a little more foggy for me than the uh, back half will be. But uh, <sighs> I mean, we'll talk about this again, you know, during the show proper. But th- there was so much that was going on that I was like, oh, my God, it's like it, it's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was I mean, short of just like giving like, hey, here's sort of what happened. And then we move on. Like I there was no way I was like watching this like, fuck, I picked the wrong movie to have Ness do, uh, do the notes for with. Blood Rain. <laughs> I should I had her do this. One. <laughs> yeah, this one was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, I think I spent spent two and a half hours on the last like f- like or i guess an an hour of the movie trying to get it like notes together and then like editing them kind of together so 
you know, because like once you get past a certain point, you're like, oh, okay, I see. So you kind of cut out some lines that you wrote, like, oh, this doesn't make any sense now. Why would I write that? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, this movie was a little bit confusing, yeah. Um, not the worst, not the most confused I've been. No, no, no. It's, it's, but yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to this conversation, actually. Yeah. So. Oh well, speaking of, shall we get the conversation going then? Let's do yeah. this. Let's All do right. it. <clears throat> wait, wait. Before you go, can you uh-huh. hear, can you hear the guitar in the background? Should I get them to move rooms? I don't hear it. I don't hear it either. Oh so great. Okay, I'll let him say then. It's okay. I mean, I, you know, occasionally I can't edit my kids out of the background screaming, so. I think a little guitar playing will be fine. <laughs> uh, People it, understand, though, the kids. It's like, oh, you guys are so professional. Who's playing the guitar back there? Oh, he's a, he's a family man. <laughs> yeah, right. That's like a little more endearing. Yeah, there we go. That's what it is. As, as they're screaming at my wife, like, God, will you stop? Please. I always I always enjoy my phone calls with my coworkers when it's like, it's like a serious conversation. You can hear just like all hell breaking loose in the background. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's that was uh, that was me with uh, Thomas doing occupational therapy while uh, last week while I was on the phone with my insurance adjuster. I'm like, uh, you mm. know, it's like, no, Thomas, no. And she's like, hey, buddy, come on. Come, no, get back over. Get back over to the computer. And I'm like, Thomas, over here. I'm sorry. Hold on, Angel. <laughs> just like, I, I just, oh, God, it's like I. I am one man, and I, my brain is barely of one man. So let's, uh, let's let's cut me a little slack here. I can barely manage this. This is like worse than trying to like wrangle cats. <sighs> so yeah. At least he probably doesn't scratch you. Probably. Um, he kicked me right in the face the other day, accidentally, like literally right in the eye. And I'm like, oh my god, am I gonna have to go to the hospital because he just <laughs> nearly popped my eyeball out of the socket? Because I it was. Yeah, I was sitting That's there, great. sitting there, my uh, my uh my in-laws backyard and i'm talking to my younger brother-in-law and he's on the swing set like right next to it and he's like look daddy and he's climbing up he just like flicks his foot out and catches me right in the eye i'm like shut my eye i'm like okay well just in case this thing got kicked out here i guess i should keep it shut just for the time being (laughs) oh that's rough yeah yeah i was like thanks buddy nice i'm so glad i'm gonna have a black eye for my six-year-old that's wonderful (laughs) like a better horror movie (sighs) maybe probably would have been so I think there was potential here, but the unrealized. Let's go with that. <laughs> anyway, let's get on with the actual podcast here now that we're yeah, getting off the side tangent here once again. That's what this podcast is, isn't it? One giant side tangent. That we survive. That's all we have. That's all we have to look forward to. Pretty much. Uh, all right. Multimedia Failure. Every other week, we watch a movie based on a video game and then rank them against each other arbitrarily. I'm your host, Jason Ariola, and wishing they had a set of earplugs with me are... <laughs> John Lucero. So, this week, we are talking about Forbidden Siren, a horror movie... I really want to... Okay. It's a movie based on a horror video game series. How's that? Let's go with that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, So it was released February 9th, 2006, to coincide with the release of Siren 2, um, which never actually landed in North America, but managed to get an English translation in Europe. So if you want to play it, there's a, you know, you can uh, Dorito it, as 8.4 Play would say. You can Dorito it and find a copy of it that way and uh, play it on your emulator machines or whatever they are. 
So, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, guys. Uh, so, do we have any familiarity with the Siren series? Nope. No. I mean, I I know of the PS3 one. I I was curious about that when I was when I had because uh, it was an early PS3 game. Mm-hmm. Or I think it was was it episodic. I feel like it, it might have been episodic. It was, and it was yeah. ridiculously expensive if you bought it yeah. episodically. <laughs> yeah, and I, that's probably why I never got around to getting it because you know my gaming budget was a little different when I was a when I was a teenager and or preteen or whenever however old up. Uh, let's see. So that probably would have came out like um jeez. Well, that would have been, let's say, like 2010, seven? maybe? No, no, because I think it was early PS3, I want to say. So, was like, seven early? or eight, probably. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I would have been around 13, probably, 13, 14. <laughs> so. Okay, anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, so. Right. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so on the on the on the last episode, I uh, I mentioned that there was two games, and that was my mistake. I yeah, there was there's three, and one of yeah, two for the PlayStation Two that just one never came out here, so that was kind of why I was thinking that. And then uh, the um, third one, as we mentioned, there came out episodically for the PlayStation Three. Um, so we really had to go digging through the internet dumpster really really deep this time, so much so that I joined a Facebook fan group for a, for Siren. <laughs> To try to it's true. Track it. It's true. Show us the receipts for it. Yeah. So. You care so much about this podcast. We're so proud <laughs> he, of you. He, he put so much effort into into getting this episode out for all of our um our consumption. Fans. Let's go with that. Right, everybody should be joining Patreon after this one. Yeah, you know what? Let me let me go ahead and say, uh, just the uh, due diligence I do for this podcast. You know, it's worth the three dollars a month. You could get, uh, you know, the access to the RSS feed, the higher quality audio, and the bonus segments on this show. Is that a good spiel, guys? I'm I'm, I'm having to rework the spiel here. I think maybe maybe at the top of the show might be a little better. (laughs) Or maybe like already stops listening to us halfway through. I say we do it every twenty five (laughs) minutes. Yeah. Right, and then if you if you want the if you want the um, ad free version, join our Patreon. <laughs> oh man, what if we did? Oh, that's a that'd be a good goal to have. John, let me tell you about HelloFresh. <laughs> Sponsors, there we go. That'd be uh, cool. <laughs> that's a that's a pipe dream. Uh, but, yeah, pretty that's much. The dream. <laughs> <laughs> That is, yeah, that is indeed. Anyway, um, yeah, so I I really went in the weeds and found a found us a copy of this thing and. Boy, oh boy, that was a uh, that was a lot of work for um, what we ended up with. <laughs> I mean, we had to load two separate files just because just to get the subtitles onto it too. Because it's was it a is this a fan translation or how does was this movie? I looked at it. I don't remember. Did this movie come out here at all? In any way, you know, I don't know if this was a fan translation, but it did come out in Europe, so I'm wondering if it's some a uh, like European release. The translation was mm-hmm. a little iffy in spots, but I thought it, it seemed pretty good for the most part. Like, yeah, I, for the most part. Yeah, yeah, the little bit of Japanese I can get. There were some instances where I was like, "Well, that's not the best choice for that word," but you know, just like, "Yeah, whatever." It's, I can I can take it. The most egregious parts were at the uh, beginning, so. Oh, yeah, like yeah, like sure. the names of places. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, um, yeah. There's also a couple things like I had to kind of dig through like a couple of like the I don't like the characters of the Japanese language that I had to look at, and I was like, I know that one from somewhere. Um, and like a scene like three quarters of the way through the movie that kind of helped me dig out what the hell was going on on screen, like what they were talking about. And I was like, Oh, okay. Now I understand. And yeah, but it realistically didn't really do much for the movie itself. It was just more for my own, um, 
you know, um, obsessiveness that I wanted to make sure I knew what was going on just in case it came up in the movie somehow. And of course it didn't pay off at all, but Hey, you know, that's where we are. And that's why I'm the host of this podcast and not, uh, not a successful one. <laughs> Sucker. I, I wish that, I wish that either of you guys played this game so you could answer both my questions. I, I actually, I considered looking up like plot stuff for it to see how close it was. And I, I, you know, I decided against it. I was like, I was like, you know, I, I feel like that's cheating, honestly. It is uh, so. loosely based on the second one, very loosely. Yeah, so much like I, uh, Street Fighter, the movie is loosely based on Street Fighter Two. So okay, this is this is Forbidden Siren, the the movie, the animated movie, the picture, live action, the game, the game. <laughs> the game. Yes, the yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, so. So that kind of settles that, that none of us have played this. I have thought about it numerous times, and I actually have the original on the PS4, just because it's one of those games that I was like, hey, you know, this is um, this seems interesting enough that maybe for like five bucks, I'll, I'll, give it a, I'll give it a whirl at some point in my life, which, of course, is just a fallacy, but, you know. I'm... Is it on the PS2 to PS4 thing? Is yeah. it one of those games? Yeah, it is. Uh... Yeah. The second one isn't, unfortunately, which I would actually... I've heard better things about the second one, but, you know, that could just be a, uh, uh, oh, you haven't imported this? Oh, it's far better sort of attitude thing. Uh, yeah, I'm always wary of those kind of things. Yeah, <laughs> so. me too. Me too. Yeah, so. Anyway, guys, shall we Shall we get the shit show on the road? Let's do, do it. This. All right. So we start <laughs> off with um, just a little, little bit of title cards going on here with uh, 1590, America, the 117 citizens of Roanoke Secretary Island. In case you're confused, they are talking about Roanoke Island. I had to look up to see if I could figure out what the hell was going on with that. Maybe if there's some sort of mistranslation. There is some sort of Secretary Island kind of thing, but I believe it was like in the Caribbean or the Philippines. I forget where, but there is some sort of Secretary Island. So I don't know how they like conflated those two, but... Um, well, that's well, they, where we're sitting. The, yeah, uh, they mentioned a couple different incidents in this movie uh-huh. that they kind of tie into the, this whole loosely. <laughs> yeah, there's like a. It's really there's there is some miss. There feels like there's things missing in this movie, but still, like there is. They specifically say Roanoke later in the movie too. I'm pretty uh-huh. sure they translate it properly later, or possibly yeah. properly. And the only way I figured that out was because like with the Japanese, the word Croatoan is like in the actual movie, not in the subtitles. And it's like, well, that must be. That makes more sense if it's Roanoke because we're talking about disappearances than uh-huh. like um, Secretary Island. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's I, odd. Yeah, that was that was my initial worry. Like, as soon as as soon as that popped up, I was like, oh no, did we just get ourselves a really bad <laughs> like fan translation yeah, I here? Was, I was I was like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I definitely had a little um, uh, PTSD flashbacks to the uh, what we used to call the HK versions of anime subtitles, where they were translated from Japanese to Chinese. Chinese, then to English, and yeah, let's just say the uh, let's just say trying to get through the end of Evangelion with that sort of fuckery was not the easiest of tasks. That I mean, the movie's so straightforward to begin with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, literally, I could have just muted it and understood everything that was yeah. going on in that movie. Because honestly, there was a, the movie started and I saw that. I'm like, man, am I gonna have to gonna have to see if I can just enjoy this without understanding what they're talking about? In the movie? <laughs> <laughs> And, and honestly, I feel like there's some, you could probably get something out of this movie without understanding any of it because it's, it's kind of confusing when you do understand what's bit. going on. But, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, you know, after it mentions Roanoke Island, it says the island left a mysterious letter. And that was, again, another warning sign that I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, does, it, does this fall into the prophecy category for you guys? Does this qualify as a prophecy? Well, I don't no. know because we don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Unfortunately, I, I I would vote no. This doesn't fall uh, follow into the uh, pro- or fall into the prophecy category just because it's not really like saying like anything is going to happen. It just gives other instances of people disappearing. But maybe they maybe they're gonna like talk a little bit more about maybe that maybe they talk more about it. We just don't know because they just stopped translating the first bit. <laughs> Sometimes they do just stop translating stuff in it. Uh, yeah, there was like a whole like like minute and a half segment at the end. I was like, am I gonna get to know anything of what's going on here? No, cool. <laughs> it's, yeah, luckily they do actually eventually translate it enough to understand the end of it. But uh, there is there are some moments you're like, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I. I was leaning real, real heavy on my, uh, let's say, preschool level of Japanese that I, I catch no here and there. Japanese, so I, yeah. I don't, I can't read any kanji. Yeah, well, it wasn't even the reading; it was just the talking that I was like, "Is that right?" Because sometimes, you know, you just kind of develop a little bit of like a, "Oh, this word pops up with this." When you know, when they say that, if you're watching a subtitle Japanese thing, and occasionally there was some diff- like discrepancies in what I would see from what I know. But again, that is. A professional like anime company who's doing a localization more than just a straight translation so yeah i also think uh for future purposes and talking about the movie uh it's very hard to judge like line reads in a different language like I, it's hard for to say if what the quality of the acting in the movie is i'm sure i'm it's assuming not, it was great <laughs> yeah i'm assuming it's, it's amazing but uh, um based on what I, i've seen of japanese horror movies before i'm gonna go ahead and disagree with you too <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah it, it's I th- a lot of the, face- the facial reactions where you can really judge it, and those are a little pretty. <laughs> uh... <laughs> might be my favorite thing you ever did. <laughs> it's not quite the sport level of the last one that I'm going to have a giggle fest with, but, you know. <laughs> All right, uh, so the second incident it mentions is year 1872 Atlantic Ocean. All right, that's nice and vague. But the Mary Silas, which is supposed to be the Mary Celeste, uh, was found floating in the middle of the ocean all of its crew were missing the few words were hurriedly written down in the ship's log 4th december my wife mary i'm assuming that there was supposed to be more there and they just didn't right maybe um i, I think it says it all right there vanessa yeah <laughs> yeah vanessa what are you talking about don't don't you don't you understand the ramifications of my wife mary i, I mean i shouldn't even be in this podcast i'm always confused <laughs> Uh, no, Vanessa, you you you, uh, you carried us on the last one. I I was literally like sitting there. I was having to stop editing because I was laughing so much at the shit you were coming up with on the last one. I was like, all right, well, this is this is great. She should be hosting this, not me. <laughs> it's got to be just the, the right exact one, though. <laughs> well, apparently we found it. So anyway, so that that whole section turns out to be kind of a whole lot of nothing. So then we go to an island in 1976 where a really bad like tropical storm is kicking in. A rescue crew or something is looking for something being a little vague on the island uh they're they're freaked out and notice no people around so they split up which you know always a good idea mm-hmm. every time mm-hmm. doesn't matter horror setting or just anything the, like you know just the darker split up. it is the more spread, spread out you should be yes it's my it's always my it's my philosophy <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so one group goes into a building and they find uh, food that's still warm. Uh, someone from another group radios them and says they found someone from the island. They head back outside and thankfully the camera keeps shaking to really, yeah, yeah. really <laughs> emphasize how bad the winds are here. <laughs> and one guy goes, this, this island sure freaks me out. And while he's saying that, this cuts to a goat to emphasize how freaked out this guy is with his island. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Did he mean it with the... the um budget for this movie was <laughs> no i could not find that i would imagine um probably not high yeah not high because they, they use that code a lot it's, a, it's like a main character yeah. <laughs> it, it, you or, know it does, it does make appearances 
horror movie budgets are notoriously low to begin with. So wouldn't it be funny if the uh, goat was like a uh, a thing in the Siren games that we're just missing out on because we've never played them? <laughs> you know, I've seen the witch, the Bubba itch. That, the, oh uh, yeah. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's two hours of my life I'm never getting back. Well, I felt too. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's like same thing there. It's the goat that's the real villain the entire time. It's yeah. the goat state, whatever. Yeah. That movie, how the movie ends. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, Spoilers. Sorry for anyone who hasn't seen The Witch. If you haven't seen it, it's terrible. Don't don't, don't waste your time. It's stupid. It's like literally it's like the moody, end. Jason. It's very moody. Yeah. Yeah. So is, so is my nine year old. Okay. Yeah, that movie, that, I'm a big horror fan. And I thought the movie kind of sucked. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, as we've said, we've developed a tolerancy for bad things that is borderline inhuman, and even us saying it sucks, it, it's got to be like a different tier of suck. And Jason's hates horror, and Jason's like a big chicken shit when it comes to horror movies too, so. Yeah. Mark, Mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway, let's go ahead and let's get on here. <laughs> Oh, yeah, date myself any further. Uh, so they approach a man with his hoodie up, and he's muttering to himself and ripping up a notebook. He tells them they can't go outside after the siren has gone off, and then the siren goes off, and they're all freaking out, and title card, Forbidden Siren. The siren was just a vacuum. <laughs> that was like, I, the way it sounded, I'm like, oh, is it going to like transition into someone vacuuming something? But no, <laughs> it, it, did. it, didn't trans- it didn't transition into a vacuum. Yeah, it does sound uh, like somebody like just put a boom mic up to, up to a vacuum while it was going. Probably that was actually it. I also appreciated when they surrounded the guy sitting there alone and someone asked, is he alone? After they'd already <laughs> surrounded him. It's like, dude, unless there's somebody hiding up in the ceiling, no, uh, I think you guys are it. <laughs> yeah, this was not great. And then also it's like, they're like just talking to him. Like, you know, he's freaking out. They're having a conversation about him while he's there instead of like being like compassionate humans. And be like, sir, are you okay? You look like you're having a panic attack. Yeah, and he's like, stay inside with the sirens there sound. Well, oh, you know, right. you know that, that that is a uh, a um, thing, like a cultural touchstone of the yes. uh, of Japanese where they sort of like, you know, frown upon uh, talking about mental illness. So that might have something oh, really? to do with this. Yeah. Mm, okay, that makes me feel better then. Yeah. They weren't being jerks. They were being really uh, but, compassionate. Um, also, s- sirens are a part of culture in japan and yeah you know whole, the whole different reasons yeah <laughs> yeah for for uh god bless america <laughs> so here we go guys anyway um so what i assume are a father and daughter because they don't really mention it until like ew, like three quarters of the way through the movie yeah, um, the, the relationships to, in it with everyone in this movie were a little. I I, I, might, I might have missed the brother and sister thing in the beginning, but I was like, oh shit, that's his sister. Okay, never mind. They, I thought it was mom. Yeah, I thought that yeah, was mom too. It was, uh, they, I'm also they, not they, 100% sure they ever named the, the brother or the uh, the sister and the. Uh, um, oh no, they did the sister at the very end for sure. I know they said the name, but uh, the dad, I don't think they ever said the name of. No, he's just dead. No. Yuki Chan. Yeah. Yuki Chan. Yeah. But, uh, it's uh it's something so yeah i i I finally had to look up the dad's name because i was just like what is this dude's name like they haven't said it and they're still like like, yeah you know and his name is shinichi Shinichi. what a nice name yeah too bad they never said it so (laughs) not that nice apparently so anyway uh they're talking about moving to an island where there's more space for them something they couldn't have in tokyo and they're doing that for hideo uh, who just happens to run by on the lower deck with his dog. And, you know, this whole thing, like, you know, this part of the movie, like, once you know how it ends, you're kind of like, oh, okay, well, this is weird. <laughs> oh, my God. That, see, I feel like they, like, I don't know, we'll get to it later. Yeah, but, like, well, I feel like they didn't even, like, they, like, they got to, like, the ending, and they're like, we don't know how to end this. Oh, <laughs> I have an idea. Yeah, the twist in this movie really doesn't work super well because no. it, is, it just creates way more questions for what happened in the movie throughout they it. Did, they didn't plan it 
until the end. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give more thoughts to the movie as we yeah. get to the end, but I want to. Yeah. yeah, we'll get we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I don't want to do like a cinema sins thing here, but there's there is a like a segment that they explain towards the end where you're like, oh, okay, well that explains that, but then there's sections of those instances where you're like, well, that doesn't explain those. That's yeah, still weird. exactly. Yeah, but That's we'll we'll it. talk about that when we're done. How's that? <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, as they pull into the harbor, a bunch of residents are standing around staring at them. A man named uh, Minamita comes to pick them up. Apparently, Hideo is sick, and they think being on the island will kind of help him out. And as they drive through town, literally everyone is just staring at them. Yeah. Um, also, in the show, uh, Hideo just takes off running, and then she goes after him and talks to him for a second, and then he runs away again. This kid yeah. loves to run away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's kind of the worst. Yeah, it made me laugh. The second... The second time he ran away really made me laugh, though, because I was like, oh, this kid's a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah, he's like, he, uh, he gives zero fucks about his sister, really. For driving around the town, uh, have you guys seen Wicker Man? Cause yes. this, I, no. got, I got real Wicker Man vibes from this whole island for the first part of this movie, and I was kind of into that, honestly. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, I, I liked this weird Wicker Man Twin Peaks esque island they were kind of setting up. I feel like they didn't really get uh, delve much further into that. It kind of turns into a different kind of movie, second part and yeah. second second half. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. It was cooler when it was like a creepy psychological thriller and not. What we yeah, thought. I, I, I agree. I, I think there is a really good. Or uh, there's a solid psychological thriller in this movie somewhere, hidden somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just spit this out here before I forget it. Um, my thing is, is I've always felt like the Japanese have a really, really like inventive, great way of like coming up with ideas for horror. But I think um, not necessarily American, but it seems like American movies seem to pull it off better. Like Ringu, I did not find scary in the least, whereas The Ring, I am 38 years old and I am still scared of that movie. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's also also cultural things, too, for like what we find scary versus what another, another country finds scary, too. So who could I mean, it may, maybe it's maybe it's the exact opposite in Japan, how they feel about those movies. Could be. Um, could very well be. I'm just uh, tired of the weeaboos telling me otherwise. I, for horror, horror wise, I did. You know, this movie is a, sh- a lot of the movies in the daylight for a lot of the horror scenes, which mm-hmm. is hard to pull off and not necessarily scary. But I mean, you know, that they were at least trying, but it's probably for budgetary purposes. No, it's it's actually easier to shoot at night, isn't it? Because you don't have to, you, don't have, you have to have less stuff to show. Or is it, anyway, it doesn't John, matter. John, 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 I don't know. I just I just do podcasts. I don't make movies, do. <laughs> Uh, I think actually I was I, I'm thinking of CGI is easier to shoot shoot when it's uh, in nighttime settings because uh, you have to render way less things. Uh, but uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I don't think there was any CGI in this movie. I think it was all practical. Effects. Oh, there's those bats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Later on the oh, 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 those were CGI. I was pretty sure they were just rubber bats that got at the dollar store. <laughs> they look digital to me. Okay, but... the bug certainly did. But anyway, let's go, let's let's get on with this <laughs> here. Right, here. Okay, okay, we're, we're we're like bouncing around everywhere. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's all good. Right. It's all good. All right. Same deal as they're walking around. Um, what looks like a market. Like everyone is just staring at them and like just no fucks to be given about just social like awkwardness about just staring at people. Like just really doubling down on just the creepy like non-blinking stare exactly yeah like just like this i don't trust any of these people at all no no one seems friendly they're just all gonna kill you yeah so i would assume if i came to this which mm-hmm. i'm still un- unsure why they came to this island specifically they gave, it doesn't uh, make any sense <laughs> no and they don't do they ever specifically say what his disease is or do you have to read that scrabble board to figure out what he's sick with because if you read the Scrabble board he's playing later on, it says asthma on the board. So, fun fact. Huh, okay. Well, poor, poor Hideo. I didn't, I didn't know you could... Well, we'll get there anyway. 
<laughs> so, uh, <laughs> all right. Minamina tells the dad that the island was used as an American soldier burial ground, which um, kind of... Very, yeah. very haunted. Yeah, very haunted. Haunt, haunted as fuck, if you will. Um, and there's something else that might have happened here that really may have made this place haunted, too, which is really... Anyway, as they arrive at their house, a neighbor looks at them, and um, the neighbor is attacked by a dragonfly? That they felt oh, yeah. the need. Oh, right, I forgot about that. Scene. That they really felt the need to show her like swatting at for like twenty seconds, which is really kind of a weird long. choice. I was just like, I, I, I don't know what the purpose of it was. Like literally, that dragonfly never comes back into the picture at all. None of the bugs do. There's a lot of bug attacks, and they don't matter. Whole bugs thing in this movie. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, it didn't expect there to be like bug stuff in this movie, but there isn't. It's like. A... <laughs> <laughs> there is a it's actually um, nothing. <laughs> there is a thing with those bugs. Um, I I can break down for you later. I'll have to dig up the dig up the note again. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's something to do with the game and uh, like a Japanese mythology thing. It's a oh. little strange. So yeah, like I said I go way too in the weeds for these things. So. <laughs> so the daughter goes to cleaning up the house and she's doing it on her hands and knees, doing the kind of I don't want to say stereotypical Japanese cleaning a house from like you know like wall to wall basically but you know it's effective i suppose you, you know it just looks like she's kind of moving the dust around rather than actually cleaning Ugh. it but you can't really clean a house i know it's disgusting you yeah. can only do your best right it's so yeah. disgusting yeah like so, when she's moving on that dust there's like it was like a thick layer of dust coming up it was good it was, yeah yeah it, it was more like a layer of paint than dust did anybody ever catch or did they ever say how far in the future like that this part was from like when the island was abandoned by the crazy guy um, I think it was present day of when, when this movie was filmed, probably, right? I believe, was, let me see, because I think they said like 27 years, so it was like 2003, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, because, oh. so, yeah. It's pretty close. A, long, a, a decent amount of time, because 1976 is when the, that first scene happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I believe it takes place in 2003, because I was thinking it was a few years shy of it, so I think it was, two, I think it was 27 years later, or something like that, so, anyway... Uh, so so she goes around the corner and finds some blood on the wall, and then here's their dog barking at the neighbor we saw earlier. A really big blood stain. Too. Yeah, yeah, nothing <laughs> nothing subtle about that blood stain there. So uh, the neighbor helps her clean the dishes, and then kind of like it's nothing mentions to not go out at night, especially near the large metal tower, because there are wild beasts around. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. And I don't know about you guys, but kind of sounded totally like something Trump would say. Wild beasts around, very dangerous, many, many beasts. <laughs> many, many beasts. Uh, uh, <laughs> the most beasts. Bigly uh, beasts. So bigly. <laughs> bigly beasts, yeah. Oh. Many, many bigly beasts. Anyway, uh, yeah, he's he's literate. Uh, <laughs> God, I just... Dementia is a hell of a drug. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, Okay. She also warns them to not go outside when the siren is going off and then smiles creepily while explaining why it's an islander rule, basically, which... Don't. So many questions about this once you know the ending. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll discuss like the merits of all this movie at the end. But there's <laughs> there's a lot, there'll be a lot of things to discuss back and forth at the end of this movie. So I, many yeah. Things. I think there's like two or three good movies buried in here. It just they kind of gelled them together not very well. It was like yeah, putting yeah. Lego figures on in, in the wrong order. So. Anyway, uh, the yeah. dad is on the phone with someone and then tells them how things are going. And then one of those bugs is watching him and then skitters off as the dad turns around. Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention yeah. while while she was cleaning, uh, Yuki ran into one of these like really creepy like like bugs that it like hisses at her and then jumps and then runs off. Yeah, it's like, it's a, like big, a weird silverfish. Yeah, or millipede or centipede. Centipede. Which one's the? I forget which ones are which. 
Uh, Millipedes are the black like, ones. Uh, centipedes I don't know if you guys have ever seen ones. silverfish, but it looks exactly like it. Like, yeah, very yeah. I have seen silverfish. Yeah, yeah. So those things are creepy and weird. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, silverfish. <laughs> the tisses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so this is the second appearance of one of those bugs. Uh, Hideo and his sister, whose name we still haven't learned, um, it's Yuki. But anyway, are at the clinic seeing uh, Mina Mita. After his exam, Yuki tells Hideo to leave, but not to go too far. And you know, this little shit is going to go ahead and follow that just fine and dandy. <laughs> uh, you mean the kid that runs everywhere, immediately yeah. runs everywhere? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Surely he will stay put. Yeah. Anyway, Yuki tells him that Hideo is normally afraid of doctors, but he seems to like him. Uh, he tells her to give Hideo some time and that the island will heal him. Which, this sounds a lot like a TB cure and people sending people to like Nevada or New Mexico to, you know, <laughs> cure up from like, you know, with the dry air or something like that. that oh, kind yeah, of the dry air like. stuff. Yeah, that's what that sounds like to me. So anyway, uh, the dad, Shinichi, uh, you're welcome, movie. I filled it in for you, uh, is interviewing some of the islanders. They tell him the island's wind has a sound to it that originates from the middle tower. But very few people from the island have ever been up there. Meanwhile, everyone in the background is still staring at him, including a cop pushing a bike who is like literally breaking neck as he's walking the complete opposite direction. <laughs> it's anyway. So Shinichi looks up at the tower and then he's under a waterfall all of a sudden. And then he's like watching these people beat some flags under a waterfall. I don't know how else to really describe that. I'm sure there's That's some sort of it. like <laughs> this thing, a really fun waterfall song. Like a creepy waterfall song. Yeah, 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 real, real. You know, I, I I definitely get a little bit of, like, vibe of, like, Midsummer from this thing. Yeah, a little bit. I, I think that I was going to add, I haven't seen Midsummer, and I was like, it's probably, it probably has the same kind of vibe as the beginning of this movie does, but mm, I can't. Yeah, yeah, it does, and I'm also not really a particular fan of that movie either, so. Well, it's, it's, it, yeah, it's just like The Wicker Man, it's all these, like, weird cultish island movies, except then it, like, doesn't go there. Yeah. And uh, while I do love the Nicolas Cage Wicker Man for reasons that aren't that it's a good movie, <laughs> uh, the original the original Wicker Man is pretty is a pretty decent horror movie. Um, uh, John, you would be remiss if you didn't, um, you know. The bees. Thank you. No, 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 no. The Celebes. The Celebes. Not the Celebes. 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 Yeah. I wasn't yeah. going to call you on it. I was just going to let you roll. It's, it, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's been like a year since we watched that movie now, I think. So it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least it feels like it has been anyway. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So they're like chanting about dog becoming God and something. It's really odd. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's maybe some sort of like Japanese, like spirituality thing that we're missing here. But, you know, it, just take it as, uh, you know, ignorant Westerners of that. Eh, it's just weird scene. Anyway, uh, Shinichi's taking some pictures of bugs in a field. Uh, he's working his way towards the tower, it seems. And that kind of comes across as a real solid plan. Right, guys? After being warned not to go there. Uh-huh. By many old men. Yes. He goes to the tower. Mm-hmm. They should find a better method for not for telling people to not go to the tower. Or, like, just take the tower down. Yeah, just burn down the tower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's decrepit and it could fall on you. Just be careful. Don't go near it. Or so. put, up, put up like a fence at least, right? Yeah. Or anything. Anything, right? Well, I mean, yeah. they put cloth. Like, even, they, even they put tape. little cloth strips on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So as he pans around with his camera, he sees a girl in a red cloak off in the distance. He puts the camera down to look, but then she's gone. Spooky. <laughs> Where'd she go? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not they didn't just brush off weird stuff in the movie, though. They're like, uh, oh, that's going to happen, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Yuki's looking around for Hideo, who did the exact opposite of not wandering away, of course. And then she comes across a now-abandoned market from earlier. Meals are left unfinished, cigarettes still smoldering. It's like they kind of took off in a hurry or something. We get a quick camera switch to a perspective that's completely red with some heavy breathing while this person 
question mark it's like also doesn't make sense yeah i'm i'm really kind of confused as to what was going on there with that too we should you know we should really start like a running tab of stuff we need to bring up at the end of this movie here that's Mm. one of them i'll start it right now okay please do please do all right and let's just say people staring too and let's let's leave it at that yeah. We'll, we'll come back. We'll come, we got to circle. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah right add that to the list. Reading heavily, yes. people staring. <laughs> yes, yeah. Le- yeah, tack that onto the list there. So she sees Hideo running and goes to follow him. Uh, she goes into what looks like another abandoned hut. And as she's looking around, we see it's the same hut from the beginning of the movie. A mirror falls over and a red notebook falls out from it. I think that's what happened. I really didn't want to scrub back again to watch it. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, as she flips through it, it tells more about what the siren is, a fisherman's tale. She reaches the end of it, and what's, and that's where we see the man from the beginning of the movie, like, ripping the pages out from this notebook. Um, Dog lived. Yep. Um, yeah, so thanks for not helping us, you jerk. You figured things out, and then you just started ripping stuff up, so that's cool. Anyway, a man sees Yuki, asks her what she's doing there, and then grabs her and tells her when the third siren sounds, she can't leave the house. She runs off and finds Hideo playing with the girl in the red from earlier, so that's... That's something else to bring up, like Hideo's interaction with the red girl. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, there, it feels like there are three different movies in here that, uh, taken on their own, probably could have been pretty good. But unfortunately, they tried to jam too many plot threads in here, and none of them really kind of came together in the end. So as they walk back, they hear some screaming from a building. Uh, wisely, thankfully, Yuki decides to go check it out. Uh, there's people in a circle of sorts holding a rope, chanting, swaying like they're in a trance, while the girl in the middle of the circle is like, stumbling around and screaming occasionally it's definitely I got totally like a, forgot about this scene yeah I'll write this, one down. I'll write this one down too okay yeah <laughs> i totally i really did totally forget about this whole scene because uh, it didn't it never came up again no not really <laughs> as you're saying it i'm like what yeah it's like oh right so <laughs> the only thing that this really has as far as a connection goes that i can tell is just the interaction with the police officer later that kind of makes another part of this like oh yuki's an idiot so Later that night, Yuki is trying to make a phone call from home, but she has no signal. Um, she sees the neighbor from earlier staring at her through the window, and then the power goes out. Uh, yeah. So then she gets a phone call that tells her to come here and responds, we are your surroundings, and then hangs up. That was a little freaky, I will admit. Yeah. There are moments in the movie like, this This is actually pretty clever horror stuff, or mm-hmm. doesn't recently have clever horror stuff, but you know they don't they don't stick with enough things. No. Nope. But uh, we'll... Yeah. All right, we can keep moving, though. Yeah. So then the siren goes off. Uh, Yuki runs through the house trying to find Hideo. Uh, their dog is barking at something in the woods. Um, then another red camera shot there. She finds Hideo pointing at the metal tower, grabs him, and then runs back inside. Ugh, yeah. Ew. I know. I Come can't. on. Also, this poor dog. They need to bring the dog inside. The dog's oh. adorable. I think it's a blue healer, and I love right. blue healers. I don't know bring what the it dog is. I just think it's cute. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame what happens. Anyway, <laughs> so, really? at least we don't see. It. At least we don't see it. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. Anyway, Shinji is walking around outside and kind of walks into the photos. darkness. <laughs> He's like, uh, "I'm gonna go take night. I'm gonna do a night shoot." It's like, why? Why? Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> why are you going to take night photos? Who takes night photos? Is that a on, thing? An, on an island when they said don't go out at night? Also, don't go into that tower. Don't do both of those things in one day. Yeah, yeah. Let's just go ahead and break all of the rules. My first day here. Good idea. Granted, it doesn't really say how long they've been here, so I mean, this could maybe be another day. Who knows? I doubt it. But anyway, uh, then he gets attacked or something. It's pretty kind of vague as to what exactly happened until later. So uh, Mina Mina and Yuki are looking around for him in the morning. Yuki tells them she reported it, but they said it wasn't very important and that he'd be back soon, which is not ominous in the least. Uh, Yuki wants or doesn't want the Islanders to help look for him because she doesn't trust them. I can't understand why. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that they're constantly staring and not talking. 
in that they just moved there. Yeah. And they just moved there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she thinks it's because Shinichi was out when the siren went off, and then he's been at, or and then she gets attacked by a bat, and then multiple like bats. Like multiple bats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It also never comes up again. No, just completely no. randomly. Again, I feel like we'd probably get a little bit of this, like, from playing the game. Like, there might be some, like, oh, hey, this happens in the games. But I don't think that's I don't know. Like I'm just the thing is like it might happen playing the games, but the, if it you got implement you got to implement it in a way that like feels natural to a movie too. <laughs> like it has to be has to make sense in the flow of the movie and not in the middle of a daytime conversation <laughs> in the middle of the woods. That's why in your face. Be attacked by bats. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. So uh, she you know she closes her eyes, screams, bats him away. <laughs> Uh, I didn't even mean that one. Uh, God. Anyway, uh, opens oh, her eyes. Uh, kill me. And Mina Mina is gone. And then we get another red camera cut. She gets the sense she's being watched and then runs off and then does what everyone does in these situations when they're getting a sense they're being watched. They stop in the middle and start staring, looking around for the thing, look, or, you know, following them. And it's like, no, 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 keep running. Probably your better bet. Anyway. The pacing of the movie is really strange. Like, it, fe- it feels very fast at times and then not at other times. Like, yeah. I feel like a lot happened in, the, in this movie for a while, and then it kind of just like plateaus for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like because we're, we're not even at the forty-minute mark. I have a note for when we get to the forty-minute mark. <laughs> oh no, forty minutes left, Mark. Sorry. Oh, okay, so, okay. So, okay, so yeah. we're probably past that by now, I think. But so she gets back to the building that had the religious ceremony going on earlier. She sees a statue that looks like the Scream um, painting, and then says "Reviver" underneath so it. Weird. A plaque below that says. Look at the mirror. Dog is God. Life is evil. Unchanger. Immortality through life. Dog. Life. Do you think that they made God and dog or you live live and dog like in English for like our benefit or was it always that way? It, is, it, are they anagrams of themselves also in Japanese? <laughs> I don't think so because it's always written in English when you see them like backwards. Yeah. Oh, that is true. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't make sense at all. No, no, it really, no. it really doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no. this whole section, this whole like statue thing, also doesn't make a lot of sense necessarily. And never, and we never come back to. It. I'll write this one down too. Weird statue. Well, <laughs> the, the, the statue. There is, com- second, there is a second statue. Right, Jason was probably going to say this right now. Yeah. Also, yeah. So yeah. There it, is a second statue. But there doesn't seem to be a point to it. So either of them. There's no point to either of the statues. Yeah. Yeah. All because of how the movie ends. <laughs> like exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so she hears a noise and goes to check um, the noise out. A swarm of flies comes out of nowhere as she's going downstairs. I oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, At first so I she... thought she was getting attacked by bees, and I thought it was going to be pretty interesting. Oh, no, not the Celebees. <laughs> the Celebees. The Celebees. It was not bees. <laughs> yeah. So she sees someone slumped in a chair and sees that they're dead and then screams. And then it cuts to her running in the woods with Mina Mina chasing her, trying to reassure her. So I'm not sure if that was in her imagination or what the hell was going on at that moment. Like at that moment, it was very unclear as to what the shit just happened. As it is in the rest of the movie, too. Yeah. 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 All right. The two of them uh, go back to the building with a police officer. They go down the stairs and her dad's body is gone. Spooky. I did not expect that at all. No, me yeah, neither. I thought it was going to be there for sure. Uh huh. Yeah, clearly. I like, yeah. How, I like how long they took to reveal that the body wasn't there, too. Like, yeah, the police officer there. like is like sitting there staring at it, calls me and Amita over, and he's staring, and then she comes and like pokes her, you know, pokes her eyes up between the two of them, like just barely peeking out because she just wants to see your dad's, you know, dead body, and then there's nothing there. It's like, okay, that, yeah. that was a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> oh anyway so she gets back and hears some chanting singing 
coming from her dad's or office or room or whatever that is, and he's sitting there listening to the recording he made earlier. His glasses are broken, he's got a bloody wound on his leg with a tourniquet over it, and he's not responsive in the least. Uh, we cut to Yuki cleaning the wound, and he says he tripped and fell, and that was it. Then the dog starts going nuts and is, like, barking at him. Poor dog. Yeah, as he's chained up outside, which is not a cool thing to do, so, yeah. Right? Take your dog inside. Feed yeah. him. Yeah. Can you bed the dog? Uh, well, we, we do see Yuki going to feed the dog. Here yeah, like a, even like a massive bowl of food. Doesn't yeah, it? yeah. Not just not just like you know kibbles and bits there. He, he did some like yeah. legit food in there too. So yeah, I guess that's all I do for him. There, mm. <laughs> figure it's like here you you have a three foot area for which to live uh, the rest of your life. You can sleep here, shit here, eat here, piss here, and die here. This is this is your area from now on. But you will get good food, I guess. So, yeah. Anyway, Yuki wakes up from a nightmare where Hideo was in an ambulance. Uh, she somehow doesn't wake him up with her screaming. And again, this comes up later. Uh, she leans over and tells him she'll protect him. And she, and, you know, he doesn't budge through the whole thing. I don't know about you, but, you know, Hideo looks about, oh, I don't know, about like five, six years old. If the, you know, the slightest noise will wake up a five or six year old sometimes. So <laughs> I have closed the garage door a little too hard sometimes on my way back in. And my son has woken up. What are you doing, Daddy? I'm like, well, I'm no, up in the no. middle of the night. What are you doing? Go to bed. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> he goes back to sleep. <laughs> so in the morning, she walks out to feed the dog, and he's nowhere to be found. Um, just her dad staring out the window by where they kept the dog tied up. Never mind the shovel ten feet away. Just completely ignore that thing. <laughs> uh, poor, poor, poor dog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Yuki goes to find um, him and finds her dad's video camera in a field. She watches it with me and Amita, saying he had to have been attacked. Minamita says she's being sensitive, but Yuki says, what about the diary? Well, what about it? Girl, you're the only one who's seen it so far. <laughs> yeah, she's like, and she, he's like, take take a closer look. He was attacked. And you're like, take a closer look at what? <laughs> like, you, you see his face, that's it. Yeah. Until later on when they're, when more of the video plays and you kind of see something. You're like, did they not watch the whole video? Or did, they stop, like, did, did she stop the video? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's... Uh... Not the greatest. Anyway, uh, so Yuki comes home and finds her dad's computer on. He's been doing research on the island Roanoke, the Mary Celeste, and something called the missing incidents. Um, and this is the thing I had to, like, use a little bit of, like, deductive, like, kanji searching. Um, and basically it turned out in 1711, 4,000 Spanish soldiers had disappeared. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, that's what this yeah. was re- referencing. So, it, yeah. yeah, like I said, it took a little... little I probably spent like 10 15 minutes digging this up because i was really like is there something going on here with this and of course this pays off not at all so that was 10 or 15 minutes of my life i'm not getting back unfortunately but hey whatever three dollars patreon.com come on guys (laughs) you get this this gold every every two weeks yeah yeah you you can at least like justify me doing this dig deep like shit for no reason <laughs> make me feel a little better about this like insanity that i put myself through anyway uh, Mita Mita is watching the video some more then starts looking in some of his files and this is a section here where it starts cutting between uh Mita, Mita the girl in the red cloak and yuki it gets a little confusing here for a little while as far as notes go so i'm gonna try to just not hustle through this section but kind of hustle through this section but if you guys have something to add just please hustle. just hustle. Why, that was the first thing is why do you have the files in the computer in the first place anyway right you keep going. yeah <laughs> i'm I, I don't know i mean they've been here for a day and he's already done all this research about isla disappearances and stuff so i don't i don't know that's weird anyway she reads about some disease brought from a foreign land in the 1400s and the infected were isolated on this island uh, that best i could figure was like a beef famine thing where a bunch of cows died so that was kind of what happened and then people got infected through eating the cows 
Okay. So that's I, that's as best as I could find. So anyway, and then we get to Hideo uh, being read the same story that Yuki is reading on the computer, and Hideo is reading or is having it read to her. Sorry, and, ugh, Jesus, it's actually got confusing. Uh, by being read to her by the uh, woman in the red cloak from earlier. It cuts back and forth here with Yuki reading the story about the Islanders eating a mermaid to gain immortality, eating her to yeah. the bones. Very very clear <laughs> about that. Is this oh a prophecy? Uh, is that a prophecy? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Mina in the video as he uh, holds the diary Yuki found. Yuki reads about everyone but one person vanished from the island in 1976, the same incident from the beginning of the movie. Yuki watches a video from the article, and it's of the man the rescue crew found. Uh, turns out the survivor, the I'm assuming it's this guy, uh, committed suicide afterwards. Good stuff. Anyway, a uh, picture of a girl in a red cloak. Yuki runs off to get Hideo. So oh there, we're, we're done with the, We're done with the cutting section here. This is the forty minutes left mark, by the way. Okay. Okay. Oh, this is such a long movie. <laughs> it's not that long, guys. No, yeah, it, I've yeah. watched worse. So oh, yes, we definitely have watched worse. <laughs> yeah, but it, it did. The pacing made it made it feel longer than it actually is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, not happening in this movie. There, there was, which, like I said, this is probably the most in-depth notes. I think I'm, I think I think my notes ended up being about twenty-seven to twenty-eight hundred words somewhere in that ballpark. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I, I do I do the work, I guess. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Yuki and the girl in uh, red have a stare down, and then the siren sounds, and Hideo collapses. Uh, Yuki is back in the abandoned shack from earlier. The man that tried to grab Yuki before is in there with them somehow. Uh, Yuki tries to run off, but he stops her, uh, telling her that they'll try to eat her. Um, the zombies, which are called Shibito, or corpse people, uh, break through and attack the man just after he tells her to run. Yuki grabs Hideo, and they manage to get home. Hideo comes to, she tells him that they'll go to the ship in the harbor and leave in the morning they pinky promise to get out safely together it's yeah. is it uh, and this is the point where i was like i really wish this was a ghost movie versus a zombie movie it was once it was I zombies know. i was i was kind of like uh yeah well, and they're not and they're not even like good zombies yeah like i was i thought this was i thought this was going to be more supernatural than just zombies um, it would have been better but supernatural I feel like Japanese movies do. Uh, Train to Busan is fantastic. I shouldn't. That's why well, that's Korean. Uh, my point stands. <laughs> to be like <laughs> Japanese movies do ghost stuff better than they do uh, other kinds of horror things. Yeah. But, uh, so Yuki starts rummaging through her dad's desk to get the floppy disks with his research on them. I don't know why, because you know it's 2003. I know like the internet isn't what it is today, but surely you can just remember a couple of these facts and then go look them up again. But whatever. Anyway, uh, she finds one of those bugs again. It hisses at her. She slams the drawer shut, and that's the last we see of the bug. Yeah, and then he finds their dog's collar with blood and fur still attached to it. So, um, mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, she finds a file with some pictures of the island after the incident. There's pictures of their house, and she figures out there's a hidden room uh, behind a red tarp. In the hidden room, there's a picture of all the islanders from 1976. All the why? same. Why? Why were these pictures in her dad's desk to begin with? <laughs> I don't know. Ah. <laughs> she proceeds to she proceeds to realize it's the same house by walking through every room individually and looking at the pictures like <gasps> <gasps> yeah that's exact that's exactly it being from tokyo maybe she's just very subject to the uh you know every apartment looks the exact same so she's trying to line things up just to be sure that like there this this one model isn't slightly different maybe this, maybe this room won't be the same though <gasps> shit it is yeah <laughs> uh you know what these are realty pictures that's what it is <laughs> I solved it. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so she finds all the pictures. Um, all these people are unchanged, including Mina Mita. Dun, dun, dun. The only person she thought she could trust. Anyway, so the power goes out, of course, and then the siren kicks on, of course. 
So, good timing. Hideo's disappeared again, a little shit. Oh, never mind. He's, He's hiding in a cabinet. He's just hiding in a cabinet. They notice a Shibito gra- dragging a shovel, walking in the house, and surprise, it's their dad. <laughs> it took some seconds to notice, that he, or at least uh, Yuki to notice that she's right behind him with a shovel. It's like, mm. turn around, mm-hmm. turn around, and then she does it very slowly also. Yeah, like, uh, that's going to help if you just move very slowly. Yes. And he's like the worst zombie too. Like there's a scene where they're like hiding from him, and he's just hitting the wall with a shovel. <laughs> so Honestly, like, on, I kinda, in in concept, I kind of like this scene. Like there's a few things that hold it back from being a, a, a good scene. Is that most big big thing is the lighting situation they have going yeah. on. In this is a lot. It's like strobe lights the entire time, um, which makes it hard to really read everything going on. But I do like the concept of your zombie dad slowly chasing you through a house with a shovel. And, and he's very angry, too. Yeah, it, and it's, it's very. it gave me some Resident Evil 7 vibes um, at the beginning of that game uh, with uh, the, the Baker, Joe Baker. He's a, So I, I like the scene in concept, I'll say. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's sort of just the execution where it maybe stumbles yeah. more than a little. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So we start smashing windows, running the shovel across the walls, making that really kind of freaky scraping sound. That I, I maybe just me, like that sound just bugs me. Like if you put that in a horror thing, I'm just like, oh god, freaks me out a little bit. So, eh. uh, they keep ducking their dad, and of course her phone suddenly rings, so she finds them and chases them around for a while, and then Yuki and Hideo finally manage to get out of there, and of course Yuki has a red bag, just for effect, because everybody has to have something to write on them at all times in this movie, it seems like. <sighs> so as they run out, she tries to use a payphone. She sees the policeman stumbling around and calls out to him, you know, the same cop that was in the pictures in the village uh, from 1976. Good idea. No. Also, this picture, we'll talk about the picture thing later, actually. It's, it'll, uh, that leads to, it's, we'll talk about it at, that at the end. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I have but, this in my notes. <laughs> yeah, I need to talk about the pictures at the end, too. Yeah. But it talks to this cop who proceeds to stumble everywhere because no one has any control of themselves in this movie, apparently, when they're zombies, unless they're... It's it's very very unclear how, how in control they are. Uh, and then he just starts shooting everywhere, you know, which reminded me of here. <laughs> that's, that's very funny that you had that note because uh, my, my exact thing was here uh, he's got a gun, he's really trigger happy with it and must, must have uh, studied law enforcement uh, in America. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, really, really. You know, I, I would say we're dating this podcast, but we really aren't. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, th- no. This, this, this could be the 1920s, or this could be the 2020s. Who knows? It's anywhere in between. It doesn't matter. It's all relevant. Uh, anyway, uh, Hideo points uh, towards the metal tower, indicating they, sh- they should head towards the tower to put it into the siren. So they're running through a field and falling a hole in the ground. I don't know how you manage that, but here we are. So the neighbor woman is calling out to them, but she's a Shibito too. Yuki's phone goes off, but hey, it turns out smartly uh, was a diversion this time so that they could run. Uh, finally, something resembling a smart decision in this movie. I, I think I remember one thing about the game. I think there were stealth games. The, at least the PS3 one was. I think it's sort of a stealth horror game. It is, yeah, definitely an avoidance thing, but there's also the thing where you, like, flash from character to character or whatever, I yeah, think. Yeah, right. I think the, I was like, maybe this cell phone thing is the reference to the that part of the game. I was like, that's the one thing I could remember about those games was there's, yeah. like, an, an avoidance kind of um, mechanic to everything. Mm. That sounds fun. Yeah. See, I, just sort of off topic here real quick. I always felt like, the, like Japanese horror games have always done stuff really well but it's just the like for some reason like the same kind of freaky like stuff doesn't translate into film for whatever reason like silent hill 2 is just definitely just creeps you from start to finish you know like yeah it's fantastic game. yeah um <laughs> but then you go watch a movie like a japanese horror movie and you're like eh, 
kind of not really that. Okay, I could watch this in the middle of the night and be just fine. So anyway, to make it to the tower, Yuki uses one of the like 9,000 cloths tied to the tower uh, that's there. So Vanessa, uh, you were wanting them to tie something off uh, or, to, you know, like as far as like a tape goes, they just put cloths kind of draped down on on it and that i guess that's sort of a warning <laughs> it's, it's the same class that those guys were meeting earlier mm-hmm. <laughs> the tarot yeah, yeah there you go she yeah. starts to yeah she makes a she makes a harness for for hideo so they can climb up the ladder together as she climbs up the guy that was trying to help her earlier attacks her and he's now a shibito she manages to kick him and he plummets to his death right because he's already dead so i don't really know what happened here well but but are they actually dead because they can talk like when that lady was following her she was like using a weird um uh-huh. voice yeah. They're not real zombies. These zombies suck. They're not zombies. They're uh, shibito, whichever, yeah. whatever that means. Yeah. So, so poor poor guy that survived and ended up dying anyway. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Uh, rest, rest in peace, bro. Anyway, uh, she but, makes uh, it also to... Jason, yes. Snake Eater. play it under this the whole time I'm, I, we're, we're talking about this here now <laughs> sometimes need a tree frog or something like that <laughs> so. anyway she makes it to the top of the tower and sees the horizon is red the whole town is now at the base of the tower trying to climb up there except not really which anyway uh yuki tries to destroy the siren but there's kind of still one going off in the distance the sky is blood red with a violent lightning storm surrounding the island i think it's this is like a pretty cool effect that's sort of you're just stuck this place is fucked and you are just stuck and yeah, just like that for uh, the effect i'm not sure i saw the movie going this way but you know it's a it's an interesting way to end up i guess yeah yeah <laughs> but, uh, yeah yeah well we're we're not ending here quite yeah. yet either so the, it's not going where you think it is either if this is anyway uh then mina mina shows up at the top of the ladder and tells them it's no use. The siren will still blare. Uh, he seems to be normal still, though. Um, he tells her there's no siren, and that's only in her mind. He reaches out for her hand, telling her to come to him. She screams for Hideo. He he says Hideo isn't there anymore, and that he died a long time ago. She has flashbacks to all the scenes she interacted with him oh in. Then he's suddenly the not there. The yeah. yeah. Okay, first of all, did anyone see this coming? No. 
Okay. I wanted to make sure, I was curious if I had just wasn't paying close enough attention no. and it was like nope. more obvious than I thought it was. Nope. Um, I think I, nope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, I think the thing that makes it uh, even more easier to get to like hide is the fact that there's more there's other mysteries going on in this movie as well uh-huh. there's so uh, many mysteries happening in this movie and yeah, this was not one of them <laughs> yeah this is like the last this is the one i never considered uh also the guy trying to help her could have climbed up there way sooner than he did uh he's just like sitting on the ladder trying to trying to reach out to her for a very long time mm-hmm. yeah so i mean maybe he just didn't want to scare her but anyway so was the storm happening or was that in her mind i think it was in her mind you know what? Let's let's keep going because um, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Vanessa. Th- th- next note. What was that storm real? Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. so she, yeah. Uh, so the siren cuts out and she realizes that he's been dead the whole time. Turns out uh, it's Yuki that's there for the treatment. She seems to have had like a psychotic break after Hideo died, and maybe that's why all the villagers were staring at her. Except, uh, like I said, we'll we'll, we'll circle back around to that here once we're done with the walk through this thing. Yeah. So she flashes. <laughs> back to the dream she had about Hideo and the ambulance and the rest of it finishes and he dies on the table there and she starts screeching which, you know, understandable if you're, you know, it's your, it's your brother, I get that. Anyway, uh, Mina Mina insists on coming uh, to him still. Yuki throws her bag down the tower and the contents spill out as it falls and a picture of Hideo comes kind of floating just very conveniently towards the camera. I don't really understand what the point of that one was, but whatever. Well, anyway, brother. Uh, okay, yeah. Yuki goes <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yuki goes to the outer edge of the tower while he continues to follow her, and then Mita Mita turns into uh, Shibito, and then uh, Yuki looks out over the horizon, sees the sky, clouds, rain, and the ocean are all blood red, and she comments how beautiful it is. Uh, she thinks of Hideo one more time, and then leaps off the tower, which was like, Ooh. okay, that's kind of fucked. And yeah, it's like no way she survived that. Uh, no, no, hey, good. She, good I, I thought if she fell. Hey, good, good morning. <laughs> the island is common. It looks like uh, there's no one there except Yuki is laying in a bed just with some scrapes on her knuckles and stuff. Uh, yeah. You had a bandage on her right, head. They, 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 they could have like stopped the movie when she threw herself on the tower and it still would have been confusing, but like maybe. I think it would have been a better confusion. Like I think, I think it would have been a better confusion if they just ended it there. It would have been I ambiguous. Do, the way they do end it, it leads to even more questions. Yeah, <laughs> so many questions. Yeah, see, see, I, th- I think her killing herself there would have been like the kind of like ambiguous, like so, what happened exactly there? Instead of then explaining it and then uh, adding more questions to it, so it's like, oh, great. Well, your explanation still kind of sucks, and then you add another question on top of that. But let's 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 get let's get there. How's that? <laughs> So Yuki is laying on a bed, hooked up to an IV with pictures of Hideo next to her. Her dad and Mina Mita are talking about why Yuki hears the siren. Mina Mita explains that the survivor from 1976 heard the siren too, and then murdered the villagers. Except, yes, yeah, I, except why is he there? I'm anyway. Uh, Shinichi explains that she or, took over as ever the there mother. In the first place. Uh, is anybody? Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So Shinichi explains that she took over as the mother mother figure after his wife died, and she blamed herself for Hideo's death. Mina Mita um, says the only way she can recover is like basically dependent on her wanting to recover. So he stands over her, finds the diary in her back pocket, and flips through it. And the woman in the red cloak kind of sings, looking out over the horizon. Uh, Yuki wakes up seemingly in response to the singing. And then Mina, re- Mina reads the torn pieces out of the diary, and it says the fourth siren has sounded, I must kill them all. And then she's up and at him and stabs him with a knife of some sort. I- and then the siren blares right. and the sky turns red and then the end. I would have ended it, my, my director had, if you're going to go with this ending specifically, like just this, how I would end the scene, was I would have had her slowly walk into the mirror while he's reading that, 
Um, and and just then cut. cut to black, siren sounds, credits. Yeah. Or cut, there, to, cut, cut, cut to red, basically. Yeah, like, yeah, all the, they need to yeah. do is, like, show him, like, look up in the mirror and, you know, Yuki is behind her, behind him, and then yeah. we get the idea. Or not even or not even show him see it, just, like, show the audience her walking up in the mirror. Like, that's, like, I feel like, you know, less is more in horror in my, almost all the time, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, it's, anyway. But there's a, a way more things to talk about than, than just that in this movie. I just wanted to say that's why I would end the scene personally yeah but whatever yeah i agree also to know there was a little bit of a line there that um talking about the siren those that can hear the siren should never go outside is the actual saying of the island oh okay which also, yeah, which also right. makes no sense well i mean it kind of makes sense that yuki heard it the other way then but to, like to a point why why did the villagers even know about the siren I've got so many questions. <laughs> so, also, well, okay. Well, if somebody okay. heard the siren and then murdered mur- murdered the whole or like the whole village, then I, I I would assume you probably know that uh, you know. Oh, this isn't the first time this happened. Maybe. <laughs> okay. There's okay. But there's, yeah. Before we talk about, I'm stretching. I'm movie, stretching here. We've got so uh, many questions to answer. Let's un- try understand. Let's, let's try break this movie down. Okay. There's. I feel like there's two key storylines of the movie that are butting heads against each other. The one is this haunted island. The two is Yuki is actually, I don't want to say crazy, mentally but, ill. Oh, yeah, mentally ill. And, she had a psychotic break. Yeah. And believes her dead brother is, her ki- dead kid brother is still alive. Um, and those two storylines don't mix in a way that makes sense. Like no. there's, there, because there's the whole, like the scene with the pictures insinuates that this whole island is a bunch of, um, but people on the island should at least, even if they didn't actually aren't actually dead or ghosts or whatever they was we thought they were, that they should at least be what thirty years older at this point than yes. they are. Yeah, what's with the pictures, right? And yeah. what's with the weird man in the cabin and the rituals? Yes. So, like, like the island's not is it even haunted. I don't even think the island is haunted, or they're just immortal. No, but I think the island is haunted because the lady in the red is still there for some reason. Mm-hmm. There's those weird statues. But uh, remember, they're immortal because they ate the mermaid. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, the mermaid. You're right, Jason. That's probably why they didn't age. They ate the mermaid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, But they also don't... Like, the doctor doesn't seem to insinuate he's a, uh, immortal or undead or a ghost at all at the end of the movie. It yeah. just turn, it turns into a different horror movie at the end of the movie. Yes, for um, two minutes. Yeah, it's... It's really this thing, confusing. This thing, I don't, I don't in any way hate this movie. I actually kind of enjoyed parts of it. I yeah. thought it was, I thought it was actually relatively decent, and especially compared to what else we've watched. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, yeah. It, uh, in the in the world of things we have watched, this is definitely like. I mean, it's not great, but it's definitely not bad at all. Yeah. We have the, seen. It's just infinitely worse. Yeah, I think the most frustrating part is I see a good movie somewhere in this movie, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like apparently and the people what, who made it didn't see. Yeah, and that's uh, also you know you know what you do for the bonus segment is make that movie. Okay, uh, we can do that. We can try and do that. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's uh, do that. Everybody, everybody who wants to hear us fix this movie, <laughs> <laughs> chip in the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Patreon.com/slash Games Junk. Chip in three bucks and you'll get the bonus segment. It would be so good. Yeah, like that. But I think it's also for me that points in the movie's favor for me that I'm saying even saying that I see a good movie somewhere in this movie. Uh, well, it, was, it was almost really good, like kind of like how Shutter Island was almost pretty good. 
Yeah, I mean, Shutter Island's a better movie than this is. Oh, well, by far, <laughs> yes. But, like, yes. still, like, you know, like, they were almost there. They yeah, just... like, this movie is almost there and being, maybe not a great movie, but I think a solid uh, low-budget horror movie. Uh, I think they should have, first of all, picked a genre they wanted to go with because I think they picked multiple genres for this horror movie. Right. Uh, like, can we talk about, like, the, the weird, creepy red breathing? Yes. Uh, Which... But... <laughs> okay, yeah, so let's talk about that a little bit here, because the the implication there is that the Shibito are watching the people, or, or watching Yuki, and they're turned into Shibito, so they're this, you know, the, the red-eyed zombie things, except they have to have the siren go off for them to turn into that, so what in the hell exactly was going on there? Do they turn into the Shibito when the siren goes off? Yeah, is that's, that what yeah, happens? yeah, that, oh, Vanessa, come on. <laughs> that was I, I, I thought you I thought you'd at least have gotten that one <laughs> I mean but like they weren't always that way it was only after the fourth siren but do the they actually siren? turn but they do they actually turn into the Shibito when the siren do they actually do that or is that all in her head okay oh, yeah, oh, right? oh, okay mm-hmm. okay so let's say the trigger for what seems to be them turning into Shibito is the siren going off at isn't night. it like the third siren is like the one that does it yeah yeah and yeah. the fourth one is the one that triggers Yuki apparently yeah. And then, like, but does it, like, who's who's counting, though, right? It's, like, is it, it's all in Yuki's head, or they're, like, okay, they, the new people got to the island, let's start the count right now, and then we all turn into Shippido and eat them. Yeah. So, but I think I think we can agree the island is haunted in some form or fashion. Yes. <laughs> and it, like, it, and it, it either possessed Yuki when she, as soon as she got there, even, and she was already mentally ill. Maybe, maybe the island uh affects mentally ill people people that already mm-hmm. are damaged in some form or fashion mm-hmm. you know? that would make sense that could, that could be yeah that make a lot of sense actually the other guy also is a little bit unstable yeah um so yeah there <laughs> it, it's just and maybe there is a better translation of the movie but i feel like even then like what happened in the movie just like beat for beat is still confusing yeah, um, I, think I, so. I can't i can't imagine a, a translation really helping no no i <sighs> Just, just as someone who's like thought about like you know like oh I could you know like punch up dialogue or something if I, you know you sit and watch something you're like oh I you know you come up with something snappier than that or whatever like even watching this I'm like you know even if like translating something a hair differently, I don't know that there's anything really you could change without actually you know retaking and reshooting the movie effectively and you know with new lines I, there's really not a whole lot that would make it that much less confusing. Yeah, I, if they stuck yeah. to this path. There's definitely so many disparate elements that don't need to be in them. Like the bugs don't need to be there. The <laughs> bats don't need to be there. The the red eye thing does not need to be there. The ritual uh, yeah. shrines. I really I really wish they had stuck with the weird island vibe versus the zombie vibe, like we said earlier. I really think this movie would be better than it. Maybe it's not. I just think it would have been better the psychological thriller than a, a standard uh, zombie horror movie. I must um, say that one, one of my favorite things about this movie is after we realized that like Hideo is not real. Um, just watching the scenes where like the people are giving her weird looks. Yes. Like, oh yeah, I, I see why they were being so cold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except, why were they staring at the dad like that when he was by himself? That's true. They yeah, should the dad, like him. The dad. So she also when, when they're fighting the dad, does she spray bug spray in his eyes in, in actuality when he's because she's trying to help him? <laughs> she, remember, like in the scene where she's apparently attacking her, she sprays something in his face. Like, did she actually poor, do that to him? Poor dad. Can you imagine? He's like, I just love her so much. I just want her to be better. <laughs> also, the camera, the the camera was that did that actually happen? Like, uh, was that footage, or is that footage not? Nothing happens in that footage of the dad getting attacked, and the doctor was just playing along. There's. 
Well, because he does say you're being sensitive, so she thinks he's being attacked, and maybe he's he not being attacked. He did just trip and fall, like she's like he said he did. But still doesn't explain really what happened to the dog. Yeah, what happened? Maybe maybe you can kill the dog. Oh, I, I bet it. you. Ooh, yeah, she probably did. Ugh. Oh, man. All right. So, uh, real quick, I'll explain the bug thing. Um, in the <laughs> game itself, it is... Uh, it, hold on. It's an alien um, called Data Sushi. Hold on. Data Sushi. Um, and it sort of unintentionally, like, sets the game's, like, things in motion. It basically crash lands on Earth and then kills the bunch of people and basically kind of... Let me see they think it's a gift from the gods so it yeah it's really weird anyway but that's that's what that is it, um if you look at this thing it actually looks like a bug with like multiple like legs and stuff like that so it does kind of like check out like oh i think that's a reference to that okay but yeah i don't you know why it's, do, you have, why it's in the you movie to play that. yeah i i had to do i had to do some digging through uh through a wikia article to even come across that because i was like what the fuck is that bug okay well I guess are you ready? Are we ready to rank it or talk about ranking it? Uh, Vanessa, did we get all? Did we get all the bullet points we wanted to cover? Um, we never talked about the red girl. The red oh, girl. The fu- I don't know what to say about her. Is she the mermaid or the, bo- or the body? Is she the, the mermaid? <laughs> is she She's the mermaid? mermaid. Is she haunting the island as the mermaid ghost? I, I think she is the mermaid ghost. That's the vibe so, I get from okay, her. And so, I think she also had her as a mermaid. Okay, so what about this, Vanessa? Can you um put on a side note there? We'll do it for a bonus segment here. Um, m- mermaid. <laughs> um. Uh, curse. We'll go with that. Mermaid curse. <laughs> okay, and we'll kind of go with that. So, okay. So, okay. The, so the storm then. So, did the storm actually happen, or is that just in Yuki's mind? Like, it was it just I a normal was tropical right. storm? I, th- I think at this point you have to assume it was all in her mind, right? Based on how the movie ends. But at the same yeah. time, those re- that rescue crew from the beginning of the yes. movie. I've mentioned that. I feel like this movie is also better if they cut out the entire prologue. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like that. I feel like that prologue just creates way more questions. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And Agreed. yeah, so I feel, and it, and also it kind of spoils like parts. I feel like this movie would be better if you didn't have any idea what was going on on the island whatsoever. Yeah. Um. When when, you, when they get there, so. Uh, well, that's okay. Yeah, it I also guess... it also flips it on its head as to like if you think you know what's going on, then you then you don't kind of. And then you really, yeah. really don't. <laughs> kind of, but it's... you don't at all. <laughs> yeah. So my kind of theory is like storm real, but as far as what is actually kind of going on, not real. Just maybe, the... maybe the storm itself is real, but the red lights are yeah. not real. Yeah, okay. that's all just in Yuki's mind. That's kind of what I'm getting out of it. I'll, I'll buy that. And I think uh, uh, Mina Mita, when he was climbing to the top, he was genuinely trying to help her, and then she mm-hmm. saw him turn into a shibito and then jumped to save herself yeah. but he was like oh no i'm really trying to help you you nut and so we think also he found out about the siren maybe by interneting it like googling it like siren island uh plus maybe. this book this little diary and then he's like oh i think she's crazy a little bit i should help her where'd he get the page from it was in the... his it was in his drawer of course it was yeah yeah it was convenient Did, was that was, was that in the movie before that did I did I miss something? No, that was at the very end. That was just uh, just when it showed up was at the very end. Yeah, that page that he had. yeah. Except she showed it to him earlier in the movie. So the only thing I can think of is that he, <sighs> boy, I don't know. I don't know what yeah, really the, happened. The page, there. the page thing was a little confusing too. I don't und- like where did he get that from? Yeah, is that well, his diary? 
my (laughs) my thought is maybe yuki found it and then just in the sort of like you know weird perspective thing from yuki it kind of just ended up going somewhere like she left it there or something like that i don't know like it, it it sort of causes us like this, you know, the the unreliable narrator sort of thing. If we look at this movie as like from Yuki's perspective, then it's like, well, what really happened in these situations? Yeah, and plus the language barrier also creates even more even more of that for us. Yeah. Uh, so. Okay. Other questions we've unanswered. Um, Dad's body in the shrine. We think just a crazy hallucination. Yeah, he's hallucination. Mark Donatus, weird man in the cabin. What about that guy? He's like a real weirdo. Uh, just, weird, I, just like a weird aggressive guy because also he got eaten by th- zombies well we think, think so that could just be yuki just having a psychotic break again i mean he could be real because he could have killed those, those rescue workers and lived on the island for a long time after that uh, I, don't, was, I, was, I don't think that was the same guy though was I it, it was I think, same yeah guy. i, I, think, I, I know it's it, a different crazy guy i, I know it, it, the same guy. it looked like him to a point but at the same time like it's just weird that you know like it said he committed suicide yeah maybe they thought he committed suicide maybe i don't know but i i took it as it was the same guy so and because he was all raggedy and living hidden on the island sort of <laughs> i who knows i mean maybe that was how he survived the attack initially anything else vanessa um, lack of safety measures around the tower. No, I'm kidding. That one. <laughs> okay. No, there were, no. Remember, there's those cloth strips that uh, she ended up making a harness. We got, we got so we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Her already answered. Um, the builders warning her about the sirens, even though they can't hear the sirens. I mean, I guess they they she got there and was already seemed mentally ill. So I, I Wait, so they, they just assumed they thought you look like you're going to hear some sirens. <laughs> you know, I do, <laughs> I do, I do wonder if that theory of like mentally ill people are affected by this, and they know she's mentally ill, and they just see her like, oh shit, she's gonna she's gonna hear the sirens. So that's why they, they tell her not to go they anywhere. Tried, they should have tried harder. Like they should have been like. So the doctor is going to stay with you guys in your house. But but also these are the same villagers from before, right? So, yes, that's true. That's true. They, so they should be ghosts because they were all murdered. Whoa, god damn it! Oh. Right, this movie, they they, uh-huh. they tried it too hard and then they were was, confused about the Okay, body. okay. Like I said, like I said, I I I got I got something for, I got something for that, but we need to save that for the bonus segment, man. I actually started putting it together and then I remembered the pictures and I was like, god <laughs> damn it, they're actually ghost people. Oh. <laughs> Uh, forbidden siren. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's let, let's look seriously at ranking this thing now. Um. Okay. So are we thinking like top half? Top uh, twenty. Okay. Top 20 at least. Okay. At least top I think so. Yeah. Okay. It was okay. pretty good. All, all in all, like they um got confused about what they were doing, but like not bad. No. Okay, I'm gonna start it here. Okay. Uh, Last order, Final Fantasy Seven. Wor- better or worse than that movie? Better. Better. Is better. it? John, what do you think? But I, but I love the art of fighting. <laughs> God. Oh, God, Vanessa. Okay, outside of the cat ass, name one thing that happened in that movie. The helicopter crashed into the pool. God damn it. Okay, well, you call my bluff. Okay. <laughs> that was pretty good. I, it was. I, it was. Is, okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep going up until we find a movie. We find a movie. We definitely. This is an unexpected movie. twist, guys. Pokemon for Pokemon Forever. Um, what happened to that one? Which one was Forever? That's Celebi. Ooh. Uh, okay, I think I the... like this movie better than that movie. Okay. There is some similarities with the Celebes in both making an appearance here. Yes, there is. There is. There's this crossover. They could have done okay, a okay. crossover event. Okay, better Pokemon. Um, okay, but I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll go ahead and roll with that. Better than Pokemon Forever. 
Double Dragon. Ooh, that that where that might be where I'm hitting my kind of like. Uh, is it airmail? Airmail. <laughs> yep, oh, airmail. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Olay. I think, I think I think Double Dragon was more enjoyable than this movie. Double Dragon pretty it's pretty is pretty long. It's super but, long. But Double Dragon has a lot of moments I still remember. Yes. Yes. And it's been like a year at least. Uh, it's been like a year and a half now, I think, because that was Dude, early, gosh. early on in the podcast, <laughs> my dear. Oh, rough, rough life we live. <laughs> Robert Patrick. Yeah, like I said, Olay. I mean, remember that? Yeah. Yes, then, yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. I think it, I think it should be beneath Double Dragon for sure. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, we, so, so we're definitely I think it's above everything under Double Dragon. Do we definitely think? Do, well, do I, seem, I still I still like art fighting better. You seem iffy <laughs> on things. Well. I mean, I can't. I, 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 I can't argue the science about it. I don't know if I like this better than Last Order because I thought I Last think, Order I was. I also don't know if I really like it, if I like it better than Last Order, honestly. Yeah. I don't. That, I don't remember the Last Order, so I have. No it's pretty that. short. It was the animated Final Fantasy VII thing, with Zach. Uh, yeah. Like I said, that that was that was my point of like, do I like this better than that? Like, I kind of feel like. You know, again, going back to that uh, same thing that we've been kind of using as a crutch lately, but it was a lot shorter than this, and I didn't mind it at all. Like, I didn't feel like I got yeah. confused. I think I'm my, my problem right now is I think I'm making this movie better in my mind than it actually is. I think I'm creating the better movie in my mind. I think mind. that's yeah. I think we're both doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Under last order, then. I definitely like it more than Soccer Wars. I hated that movie, but it's, <laughs> you guys seem to like it way you more can't, than I did. You cannot argue with science. I can't argue with science. It's, it's no. scientifically number eighteen. So, uh, well, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, 18. Vanessa, what do you think? Since I, I know this, I know this won't go lower um, for John there, or this. No, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> Vanessa, what are you thinking? Where, where I, are you I thinking? Think, I, think, I think I'd put it at eighteen. I think I like Sack Horror is a little bit better than this movie. But I don't. Isn't that with the, the super sexist movie? Isn't that the whole thing where the the white knight dude comes and saves oh, yeah, all the girls right. at the end? Uh-huh. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> it is very funny watching the Google Doc change <laughs> literally as we're talking about this and like, nope, bumping it up. Yeah. But it had that really catchy song. Uh, okay, so we settled. We settled. Like all girl cast and it ends up with the guy being the hero at the uh, end. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. It's that was but, garbage. But at the but at the same time that is but at the same time that is very fitting with the game because you're playing as the guy basically. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. After, after, uh, uh, before Sacro Wars. So okay. our new number 17. Yep. So there's our new number 17, Forbidden Siren. Congrats to Forbidden Siren for being one of the 20 best video game movies ever made as of February 9, 2006. Uh, <laughs> with, an a- with an asterisk for uh, for Rampage in there at the moment. Yes. Yeah. With an asterisk for Rampage. Yes. Uh, Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> uh what a list. <laughs> Look what at all the Pokemon movies. I know. <laughs> and there's more to come. God. I, I think know. our next one, or two movies maybe, is a Pokemon movie? Yeah, it's like nope, two, two down. Movies. Or three? Two is movies. it three? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, we're doing Like a, like a Dragon next, and then after that, Silent Hill, which will come around conveniently right around Halloween. It will. It will. Can't wait. Oh, this was a... event. This was an eventful discussion. Yes. I think <laughs> this is the most in-depth we've ever really talked about a movie. Yeah, after we finished talking it's, about the it's movie. Because, yeah. It's because it could have been a really good movie, and instead it was this movie. This. Yeah, it was, instead it was this. Yeah. <laughs> the 17th best video game movie ever made as of this date with an asterisk. It's, it's but it could have been the, fir- the first best movie ever made. Had, you guys have to it, listen to our Patreon to find out what that is. It had yes. so much more potential than mo- the majority of movies on this list, which is a shame. 
So. I, you know what? Okay, let, let's let's go with the, like the movie in our heads. I, we're just sort of thinking about here, like if they like fixed a lot of the things that we were having problems with. Do you think like this could be like top three? Oh, I yeah, do. For I sure. do think. I, I do think too. The, movie, the movie in my head. I'm also a horror movie fan to begin yeah. with, so I think the movie in my head is a top three movie on our list for sure. Yeah. See, I'm like I'm thinking like I'm not even that big of a horror fan, and I'm thinking like if they had did this like a certain way, and like. Like we've kind of talked about, just in our heads. Like honestly, I think this might be might have been better than Resident Evil. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this movie, like the, that thing, this movie had the potential to be a very, a, a very good horror movie. Um, there is there is stuff in there you can work, you definitely work with. Uh, and even as much as it stumbled and was confusing, it's still number seventeen. Which I mean, you know, granted that's like, you know, being number one on this list is being King Turd on Shit Mountain, but you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of crazy. It's the most positive we've been about a, a movie that we still ranked pretty lo- relatively low for how we're talking about it. But yeah. it's, it, it could have been really good. Yeah, and um, how many movies on this list could we say that about? Could, yeah. uh, could we have said that about? So yeah, most of these movies, I'm like, well, this is exactly what it tr- set out to be, and it's just not great. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, Street Fighter the or Street Fighter the movie set out to be. I don't know what it set out to be, but it turned out to be a comedic uh, take on Street Fighter. <laughs> With, <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah. And Street Fighter 2, the animated movie, was just, you know, fan service for Street Fighter 2 fans. And I think it nailed that perfectly, which was why it yeah. sat at number one for so long. Yeah. And Resident it's, Evil uh, was, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what Resident Evil set out to do, but... I think we just, I think, especially me and Vanessa, we just have fun watching that movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How about I this? I, I, think, I think, despite it not really knowing what it set out to be, I think it actually turned out to be a pretty good movie. I mean, you know, it's probably like C tier realistically when you compare it to like other real movies, but it, when you compare it to this, it's like, Oh, this was a well-made yeah. film comparatively. Yeah. I see people really shit on the first, the Resident Evil series of movies and That's I don't think they're they good, but it's, I think my whole like outlook on that movie has changed a lot uh-huh. <laughs> after doing this. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like people are harder on the movie than they should be. But uh, that, again, like, that all... is because no one has in, has endured the yeah. level of insanity that we have to get to this point in this podcast. Yeah. Also, Luke, what the fuck? Would, would you, would you yeah, mean Luke, blood dude, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah. you, if you weren't fucking with us, I'm pissed, man. I mean, yeah. I, I, I call it a question. Every bit of taste you've ever had. And I got to go and reread those reviews you wrote for me and maybe maybe even rescore them if I have to or something or write some sort of like addendum to I'm like, hey, Luke, Luke is obviously not with it mentally because he's you know eh, he said blood rain's probably better than doom which is completely incorrect <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Luke still love you man but what the hell was that man i was very confused <laughs> the best uva bull movie is still a pile of dog shit so. <laughs> yes yes again king turd on shit mountain oh anyway i think that wraps up this uh episode man i, I don't know about you guys I actually feel kind of like mentally exhausted from that one <laughs> well it was a lot of discussion we, we, we had to movie. think we, we thought about a lot of things for that movie yeah <laughs> so yeah i, I like, you're very fond of saying, and I kind of agree with you wholeheartedly on this one. We did a lot of the heavy lifting for this movie. Yeah, we did. It's I, and I try to when I'm ranking them, try to put that take that into account when we when, in my mind I'm doing heavy lifting for a movie, and I shouldn't have to do that. Yeah, uh, and we can't do I that just, when we rank it because we have to rank it on what it is, not what it could have been. You yes, know, so yes. there's that too. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. So anyway, let's wrap this thing up here. So go to patreon.com slash games junk. And as we mentioned two other times in the podcast, uh, for $3 a month. Yeah. $3. I mean, that's, it's a pittance. You can, you know, you can't even get a cup of coffee at Starbucks for three bucks, but 
For that, over here, you will get bonus episodes of Rocket With Your Card Out. You will get all of the podcasts we do on higher quality audio feed, a, a catch-all podcast feed for all the podcasts we do, and bonus segments for this show. So you get a few minutes at the beginning. Sometimes it turns into 20 minutes while we're waiting for our guest to come on, Luke. And, so, <laughs> you know, and sometimes it's like three or four minutes. And then, you know, sometimes the bonus segments end up um, nearly uh, doubling the length of the episode. <laughs> so, yes. yeah. So if you want that. But in, a good, but in, a, in a good way. Yeah. yeah no, it's always fun because we most of the time. We talk about really anything honestly yeah really yeah it, it was for a while me coming up with like a trivia game for us but as as some of these movies have, it's gotten harder and harder to come up with trivia and i've it's just yeah just sort of us shooting the shit for the most part sometimes and talk about stuff we've enjoyed that doesn't make us want to cry because <laughs> <laughs> between the world we're living in and the podcast we're doing there's a lot of that going around here so it's like getting two podcasts yeah exactly and and if you feel like getting your name shouted out on the show, like Josh Carpenter, Alex Messenger, and Vanessa and John here, um, <laughs> you do that, you can get $5 a month. That will get you that, plus all the stuff on the previous tier of the show, so or of the uh, of the Patreon. So I've made it a lot more accessible. And also, if there's any confusion about this, if you want to just go kick in a dollar, you don't get a reward. But think about this. A dollar, if everyone that listened to these podcasts gave a dollar, I could probably afford to do this full time and not have to worry about working. So that would be fantastic but that probably won't happen so <laughs> it's just a buck guys come on just kick it a buck and we'll we'll, we'll, we'll call it good right just i don't know yeah, hey, that's more stuff yeah 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 um anyway i think that wraps up that so as usual go to twitter follow us at multimedia fail you can follow me at jason ariola you can follow vanessa at vicarious rock and you can follow john at john lucero 777 so until next time when we are talking about yakuza uh unfortunately our guest had to bow out because he uh he's got some stuff going on so we'll, we'll we will soldier on with uh, like a dragon prologue and after that we will have silent hill we'll be watching which again will be right in time for our spooktacular sort of thing i will have to, i'll have to adjust the uh, release date a little bit and you know have to make sure i have the uh the the drops again there for that but uh, you know we'll make that happen so uh yeah until then uh thanks for listening and trust the fungus fourth december my wife mary Suckers!
<laughs> All right, I like that one, John. Oh, and, and I appreciate the two, or like, Vanessa, you holding the laugh for like a quarter of a second, just enough so I can get a clean cut of that. I know, I was trying my best. Yeah, it really, it works, every, it really works every time because uh, you, cut, you cut it just right. So it's like, that's so good. If nothing else, I've gotten good at editing. So I was, uh, I was hoping that was going to be a good one because I am, I didn't have much else to, to think about for this movie. Yeah. I started screaming and see what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Yuki, Yuki. Hideo, Hideo. Yeah. Yuki-chan. Yeah. Yuki-chan. Oh, oh, believe me, writing that opening, I was like, well, I was like, I guess do the earplugs so you don't hear the siren. I think that's the only thing I can come up with. So, yeah, that was... That was a stretch, but hey, we're, we're here. Uh, All right, so let me, let, me, let me talk about the mermaid curse thing here. <laughs> okay. My thing with the mermaid curse is, so the girl in the red is the mermaid, right? She's the spirit Naturally. of the mermaid, whatever it is. Yeah, vengeful spirit of the mermaid. And all of these people are now immortal, except they can die and then come back, except having suffered the pain of every injury they get, but they recover. Okay, so... Do so, they are, do they constantly come back, or do they come back every certain amount of time and don't remember that they don't remember what happened, or how mm, how, how does this happen? Mm, well, okay, so my like I, I didn't really think about that part, but you know that's that's what we're here for. We're we're here to kind of you know like <laughs> yeah. uh, get get this thing uh, hashed out here. So my kind of thought is like they can all die, except they get immediately revived, and I haven't really given much thought as like do they retain the memories? I, I would assume they retain the memories of it. But at the same time, I, I like think it's, I think it's better if they don't, because then they find out again every time they they find out again just a time to where they're gonna die. I think that's like even worse, even worse fate. What about Yuki? What about Yuki? <laughs> She's an outsider. She's an outsider. <laughs> She's not in the movie anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Sorry, sorry. Was, yeah, was she ever in the movie? Okay. No, like we if we want to okay if we want to make this movie. All right. Do you want that to be like the backstory for this island? Is that is that the locked-in backstory for this island? Are we trying to still keep this movie, the main through line of this movie, intact, or do we want to make a completely different movie? <laughs> because uh, I, uh, we should. Yeah, I think we can pick and choose because like yeah, uh, we can sell it. We want to take though because we can keep like the siren. We can keep the mermaid curse. I think we have to keep the siren because if we're making <laughs> it's, it's called, called forbidden siren. siren. We kind of have to keep the siren involved. <laughs> we have to work the siren into the movie. Um, now, I, I, we, me, Vanessa, and I, I think Jason also, we, we all like the uh, idea of a more psychological movie as opposed to a monster movie or a zombie yes. movie. Yes. I, I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah. So, these, this creepy island that they arrive on is okay. We're we going with is we keeping Yuki is mentally ill. Is that still part of this movie? Um, I could give or take Yuki. Um. But we do need a catalyst of some sort for the events, and it has to be an outsider. So I think we sort of have to keep mm. Yuki. Yeah, that's true. You, you, you need your Nicolas Cage for the Wicker Man, right? You that's true. Have... Okay, so Yuki stays. So, okay. Yeah. What about Hideo? Is Hideo real or is he fake? Or, or does he Hideo even, even need to be here? I don't even think Hideo needs to be here. He did yeah. nothing. She, so she's coming to this island to... Um, for what reason? Get she away. To, get away. She, get she, away. Su- she suffered from Hideo's death. And now she's moving to this secluded island to sort of find herself again. Okay. Ooh, ooh, I've got, it, I've got. It. There's actually like um, a, a real medical facility on the island, and so mm-hmm. like she can still be there and go, getting away from her wellness because she's having weird, 
hallucinations, but not as weird as this one that she had in this last movie. Yeah. Okay. So okay, like the that. island. Like the, so the island is messing with her. You know, the island movie, is right? fucking with her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it's go. taking advantage of her mental state. And again, and it's it was in the in the movie. We assume in the movie, it was uh, based on what the movie tells us <laughs> at the very end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we keep the twist at the end? Do we keep the thing at the end where she ends up being the killer? Um. No. No. Because that, that, that like, um, I think conflicts with our mermaid curse theory. No, but they all get murdered and then they come back because they were murdered 27 years ago. Do they turn into zombies? No, I don't want the zombies. In the movie no, still. see, I think. Um, <laughs> but if we if we take the Shibito thing out, then we start kind of delineating from the games maybe a little too much because that's sort of like the big enemy thing in I'm, I'm okay with with getting away from those games okay okay no i'm just making sure i'm just making sure we're okay with this i'm that's why i'm yeah. touching base i want i want to run every like thing here through because after seeing the obsession that some of these uh, forbidden siren fans have i'm wanting to make sure we are touching base on all of this stuff i, in guess, case they I, guess, hear this. I guess in that case we might have to keep the zombies but okay no. so so we, we create two main characters in this point then we have yuki and the doctor miramita what's his name mina mita mina uh, mita yeah. um we, we don't have to keep the name. We can keep the name we want to. <laughs> we can just call him Mina. I'd be fine with that. Which just means doctor, I think actually means everybody. I think doctor. Let's call him Doctor. I think they have parallel storylines where he is um, discovering the backstory of the island again. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they, he, like they're constantly. I feel like maybe they're leaving clues behind each generation that this happens to like try and stop this curse from happening. Ooh, um, I, I like, like that. that. I like that a lot. Okay. Yeah, and he's slowly discovering those because. He's possibly the one that has been figuring out the most as as time has gone on, um, and I think we do keep Yugi as the killer at the end. I think he still gets killed by her at the end, just as he's figuring it, just as he's, as he's figuring it out in some way. And maybe, um, oh, and how or maybe, about the, or maybe, oh. he, maybe he thinks he figures it out, but he misses that one key piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so, and yeah, yeah, and then Go the uh, and then the mermaid kind of like as a way to put an end to him coming close to the figuring out the curse or how to break the curse or however we want to kind of break this down in the end uh she awakens yuki and has him killed so he just starts from scratch mm. again yeah it's kind of like a, a, a ring-esque ending you know kind of like mm-hmm. they, they think they have they think they, they end it but they really don't yeah um sort of that um what, what is it live die repeat Yes, thing. that's a good movie, actually. Yeah. Oh, very good movie, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen that, I'll have to put that on my list. It's, it's, it's quite good. That's Ooh. Tom Cruise movie, Ooh. Emily that is, Blunt, it's very is, good. That is very good. Oh. Wait, hey, where, you know where, what? where does the siren fit into all of this? Um, that has to be the tr- it has to be some sort of the trigger, right? We could we could keep that as some sort of trigger for that. I mean, if we do need to keep the sh- uh, Shibito um, mm-hmm. in, in the movie, um, there could that could still trigger the, trigger some of the villagers, possibly. Maybe but, the longer you've been trapped in this curse, the faster you turn to a zombie when the when the siren when the siren triggers. Right, but do uh, we keep the Shibito as like legitimate like you know zombies in a way, or do we keep them as figments of the person with the mental breaks imagination? I think figments. I think we got to keep if we're keeping if we want to make it a psychological movie, a psychological thriller. Okay. I think you have to keep it as figments. Oh, okay. I've got it. I've got it. Okay. I've got it. Okay. The people who are cursed by the mermaid who are on the island who can't die, they um, they like they, they can't hear the siren anymore. It doesn't affect them. And so as a new person, there actually is a real siren that goes off, but they don't hear it because they're already like infected by the siren. So to them, it's like nothing new. 
Okay. But the new person starts to go crazy because she's new on the island, so the siren's still affecting her. Okay. I don't know how this. I don't know how this fits with the Shibito, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to make because we're we to make a siren movie. This, this is the key. <laughs> yeah, we have yeah. to use the siren. <laughs> the problem is we're using the template for this movie to also make a good siren movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a, um, okay. Boy, yeah. Should we tie the siren into also when she see maybe if she sees when she sees Hideo also? Um, is the dad still there? Is the dad involved? I don't, I don't think he needs to be there. I think only one new person would be cool because yeah. then she'll be like, because she'll because like what I like about this is that she's going to really be like, um, I think Yuki should know that she has hallucinations so that she starts being like, I yes. can't tell if this is real or not. Yeah, so that I like that. It. Yes, that's good. So that that could lead to a lot of scenes where it's like, is this hallucination or not? Is this hallucination? Yeah, exactly. Or not? Yeah. So it's like, I mean, that that help and uh, that could that works for the audience in in a lot of ways too. Um, uh, do we keep the crazy guy on the island from the previous murders? That I'm, I believe he was from the previous murders, but I guess you you don't you guys don't think that. But uh, I, I don't think we need him. Okay. Um, do we keep the bats? Or maybe, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But maybe, maybe you know, maybe, you know, we were thinking the doctor is the one who's got it all figured out. Maybe it's this. Maybe it was that guy who got it all figured out. Oh wait, you know what? You know what, Vanessa? Hold on, that is the same guy because he committed suicide, but they can't die. Oh, right. So it is the same guy. So John was right. It is the same he guy. He figured it out. He figured it out last time. Maybe. And he went crazy. You know, the doctor figured out this time and was killed and was, um, he was killed just before he put it all together. Yeah. Okay. Um, and maybe Yuki has been helping him solve it too along the way until the, she kind, finally, of in, kind of maybe, maybe like inadvertently like helping, helping yeah. him solve it without realizing she is or oh, without I've realizing he's solving it. anything. Cause maybe, you know, at this point he doesn't know he's solving anything cause he doesn't know there's anything to solve. What if the doctor is the crazy person? <laughs> it's like he's a doctor in most of the movie, and then like sometimes he's a crazy person, and then later realize, oh, no, I don't know, I don't think that's gonna work. Oh, out. he was. Oh, he was the crazy guy that killed himself, and now yeah. he's a. Now he's a doctor because, figuring out again. Mm. Because he figured it out. He he figured it out, but not fast enough the first time, and he killed. Or he. Mm. No, see, I, don't I, it, I don't think it fits. I, I I like the I like the random guy who, you know, maybe every time this happens, he like he puts a like you know a box with notes and stuff someplace that means a lot to him that he would stumble across it but nobody else is going to find and then he stumbles across it and then like it all kind of comes together yeah. and he tries to stop it and this gives us two main characters in the movie to care to care about also which uh which create which can create more more interesting scenes in the movie than just following the same character around the entire time guys i really want to watch this movie now <laughs> it's a much better movie yeah Oh, okay. So, so we've settled on Yuki is there knowing she's got hallucinations and there's a, like a, like a mental health hospital here that seems to work wonders just because of the isolation from the big cities. You know, there's no, no, no like huge, like hustle and bustle thing. So it's a sort of a decompression thing. So she's going there to kind of get things sorted out, except the island is of course cursed. And because of the, um, you know, the psychosis she suffers from, the mermaid curse latches onto her and is the trigger for the eventual like murder of the entire island and the sort of respawning of everybody again. Is that about where we're at? That's yes. where we're at. And then the people who exist in the island can't hear the siren anymore. Only Yuki can because she's new. Also, though, also 
the mermaid could also we could make her a siren instead of a mermaid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that's, I that's I think that was the intent. <laughs> So, so it could yeah a, a sort of double on well because remember at the end the woman is or you know the the mermaid or whatever is singing, so sort of like playing on that she is a siren. Yeah, maybe she is a siren. And it was a translation thing. Hmm, could be yeah. So they so the yeah. so the villagers ate a mermaid slash siren basically because I think aren't sirens sometimes depicted as mermaid esque? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're supposed to, and I mean generally they do the murdering. Yeah be fair so yeah. that, might, that might not make as much sense but you know but a, uh, but a whole gang of villagers ganged up on one siren and they managed yeah. to somehow get through and eat her so they could gain immortality basically or maybe they thought of, based on legends of sirens that she they should kill her when they figured out she like she lived on the island uh -huh. and they she was like one of the situations where it's like the witch on the island that they the villagers go and and uh, burn to the stake or whatever essentially mm -hmm. um something along those lines because make her make her a more sympathetic character in a way and just, uh, um, and the villagers less sympathetic. Yeah, yeah but at the same time, then I think, I, I, yeah, but at the same time, then I think we're getting into a situation where we're starting to get too many like, like branching storylines that we don't have enough time to kind of really delve into. You know, true, true. Yeah, just, just like this movie. Yeah, yeah just like this movie. <laughs> see, I, I can see how they went down this path with too many things going on at once because they were like, well, what if we do this? What if we do this? Like, I think this, I think it would make a fine, like, you know, um, like a guide in or a sequel of some sorts, but I don't think like in this particular movie, we need to tell that tale. That's something that could be told the next time. Maybe, you know? Yeah. Like, the, and, um, yeah, exactly. We don't need to, we don't need to give the entire backstory to everything. Mm -hmm. we, we can leave. Okay. We can, oh, go ahead. I've got the ending. Okay. Okay. What's the ending? Inspired by the thing. At the okay. end, you, you, he thinks she's being gaslit by everybody and kills them because the siren's going off, the island is fucking with her, and then, like, so the island causes her to kill everybody on purpose, and then that's how they all die. So, like, basically, she thinks they're all the villagers, even though they're not, like, messing with her, are messing with her, and then she kills them out of anger. Okay. See, and I think, um, yeah, well, and see, and that's where I think the implication is, and I, but I think the, um, I, I like the idea, and I think what we need to kind of add in there is that um, the doctor is like putting things together, realizing that, oh, this is what's going on just before, like doesn't put it all together, but puts it just enough that like, oh shit, you know, something's going on here for Yuki to kill her. And then we cut to, you know, whatever, 27 years later and everyone's all hunky dory again. Yeah. Something and, like that. I want more, more subtle. I don't need, I don't need to see Yuki kill everyone. Yeah. I just need, I just need insinuation. Also, I think it's. I think, like I said, I want, I want the doctor to think he and Yuki to think they figured it out, but but, mm. but but at the end they find one more piece that, you know, that, that thing in a horror movie where it's like, oh shit, and then it's like, uh oh, bad ending, and uh, so. Okay, so I've got the next. I've got the subtle ending then. So okay. I'm not sure how we get here, but twenty years later, Yuki is the one who meets who is like a doctor down on the island and like reads somebody. You know, yeah, that was that was my question. Or that was kind of my next question. Was like, how do we get Yuki to fit into this story now? Is she now part of this this yeah, island's cursed populace? Be, yeah, but they all to have to part. die somehow. Still, she had she commits suicide. Like just uh, like oh, she, she realizes what the she doctor did. Doctor was the killer the first time, and then uh, which is oh maybe so maybe Yuki is the one that starts to figure. She becomes the doctor this time at the end of it she and then every done. time somebody is lured in by the sirens call that's how she keeps getting uh -huh. new people and that's, and that's why this place is based around a hospital because yes what a great movie <laughs> wow guys i kind of want to pitch this shit to sony 
<laughs> so we've got a good movie here. I don't know how to write a mo- I don't know how to write a script, but it's a pretty good it's a pretty good pitch for a movie. Well, if you guys want to cover my expenses for being off of work for like three months, I can probably hammer out a script. <laughs> <laughs> I practically write a script for every one of these fucking podcasts. <laughs> Come on, Patreoners, donate more. Make it happen, people. <laughs> tell your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can't afford it, tell a friend who can. You broke ass. <laughs> Except I'm telling the people who are supporting us already. So whatever. <laughs> I know. They're going to love it, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, okay, okay. So we sort of settled on um, the doctor has come, like, tantalizingly close before to solving it. Is it, Right? Like, this and that and this go around, he's coming closer this time with Yuki's help, but the siren activates Yuki to stop him from figuring it out. Is that where we're at? I think that happens every time. Yeah. I think I think they almost figure it out every time, okay. and that's and that's the that's part of the curse. And then um, the person that does the killing then becomes the person that almost figures it out the next time. Okay, I like that. I like this a lot. Except, how does that play into the guy, um, or do we just kind of throwing him off to the side? The guy who committed suicide. I think suicide we're turning last... him into the doc. I think we're combining his character with the doctor character. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can do that. Okay. I think that's good. I yeah. think we're. I think we're still keeping the. I think we're. I think we're still keeping like the the outline of the movie we just watched while also making a better movie. Yeah. Well, I think we. I think we accomplished what we set out to do. Yeah. Right. And the Shibito are just figments of that person's imagination. The new person on the island. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I would love feedback on this from anyone that listens to this. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, you, know. I, you know what? I might actually have to make this free. <laughs> Just to get it out there. Well, then they can know how awesome our our uh, phone segments are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, admittedly, this isn't normally what we do, but I kind of like this. Yeah, that was, it was granted. Fun. Granted, there's also not normally not a movie that we can really um like find enough good in that it's worth oh, trying God. to salvage. <laughs> so you make Blood Rain better by getting rid of it. Yes, yes. You, yeah. No, no, no. You make Blood yeah. Rain better by making no dialogue, no character interactions, just the opening sequence where they're panning over like paintings. And them like doing the wide sweeping shots of them on horseback over like beautiful vistas. You just give oh, Billy. It's just Billy Zane monologue. Right <laughs> there you go. I would love that movie. With Michelle Rodriguez um, tilting her head and giving the eyebrow. Uh, get her out of there, or just make her not talk with her terrible accent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, have you guys listened to the um, end of the last podcast yet? Not yet. No, no, I've not. I've oh, okay, not, let's uh, just say there's a nice again. little surprise in there for you. Yeah, so I just got around to Doom like a few days ago because I was on vacation. Yeah, but, uh, I still need to get to Doom. You can make Doom better by making the rock bigger. It's <laughs> <laughs> all it takes, right? <laughs> just give it more muscles. Easy there, Tiger. Easy. <laughs> I, I thought I thought Doom was a good episode. Oh, yeah. big, big, bigger rock, um, and also not a villain. Like, come on, Doom. Yeah. I'm not supposed to die. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Villainous rocks are not what we want in our life. Yeah. Well, guys, I think we did. I think we, I think we figured out a way to salvage that movie. And so I make this free, and then I, uh, you know, I, I put it up on the uh, Siren Facebook group page, and then see if uh, that gets us anything from that. Because maybe they'll be like, "Oh, wow, these people really know the series." And then we're like, "No, we've never touched them. Jason just owns two of them." <laughs> they might get mad because we cut out the Shibito. No, no, no. They're still there. Yeah. They're just figments. Remember? Oh, right, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Yeah, oh, I, kind of like they might be in this. I don't know. In the original. Like I think they, we'll make it more clear in our movie. Yeah, yeah, we'll make we it very will. clear. We'll make it really clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we can, yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, we can leave it ambiguous until the end and then make it very clear what happened. And then, oh, it's a cycle every 27 years. I don't, I don't know what you need to pitch a movie, but, I mean, if we just need to give an idea. <laughs> Someone, like, anyone want to write this script? Yeah. Um, Trademark, uh, 
Games and Junk 2020, uh, uh, copyright, uh, John Lucero, Vanessa Cahill, and Jason Ariola, something like that. I don't know. I put it on a podcast. You can't, you can't, yeah, it's there. It's gold now. It's legal. <laughs> I'm this to a lawyer. Vanessa, do you know a lawyer? No. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I played a lot of Phoenix Wright. Do I count? Yes. Yay! I'm gonna go ahead and put a. I'm just gonna go ahead and put a the uh, cornered music uh, under this while I'm talking now. <laughs> oh, so anyway, I think I, I think that wraps it up. Okay, so there we've 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 come up with a movie, and I, I actually like kind of half like oh, damn, I think we actually came up with a pretty good movie here. Shit. Much better than the movie we watched. Well, absolutely. I mean, yeah. but, but very much inspired by the movie we watched. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We're like... we are we are going. We are staying as close to the source material of both the game and the movie as possible while making it interesting, which I think most video game movies fail to do. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we can say that because we've watched 45 of them now. <laughs> I can't believe we watched 45 of these goddamn things. <laughs> I don't think I've watched 45 movies in like the last like, like 15 years of my life. And now we're at 45 movies just in the last like year and a half, two years or whatever for this podcast. We're doing great. Yeah, we're fantastic. So, <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, I think that wraps that up there. So, uh, thanks for thanks for sticking with us, guys, on this as we uh, break down uh, what was wrong with this movie and how you can make it better and just make a better movie in general. And I think I think we landed on it. So, uh, I, I don't don't plan on us doing this regularly because most of the time we can't salvage anything out of these things. <laughs> God. I was just thinking back to some of the other movies we watched. And I'm like, no, there's nothing I could do with that. I was like, even thinking like Wing Commander, like, was there anything I could do with that? Not a thing. I, we could have fixed House of the Dead. It would not have been anything like that movie, though. No, we couldn't have. That would have sucked. No, no, I don't want to talk anymore. You, about you, that you, you can't make. You, you <laughs> like cannot make a House of the Dead movie. Uh, we're, gonna, we're, we're gonna pitch this movie to Blumhouse, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna make millions. Okay. You should give it to Uwe Boll. Or sorry, Uwe Boll. Uwe. Uwe. Who cares? Yeah, I know. Okay, so okay, okay. So here's the here, here's the thing. Do we do we pitch it to somebody who could do something quality with it and James might Wan. and may not picture or may not pick it up, or do we pitch it to like Uva Bowl who will pick it up and then just murder it, but we're rich from it? No, I want it to be good. Okay. <laughs> it, has, it has so much potential. Wait a second. Uh, Hold on, guys. We get, what we if we James Wan and just let him go ham? What if, we, what if we pitch this as a different horror series to Uva Bowl, we get rich, and then we take this same movie script that we have, and then do the Forbidden Siren movie, <laughs> <laughs> and make a good movie. Like, it's like, this is like the shit gig. This is the, the, the first thing will be the shit gig to get us the money we need to be able to move on to the better gig. I don't want to give that man money. I, I don't want. To, I don't want to make that man money. He's already got more money than any of us. Than the three of us will in our lifetimes combined. I have principles. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. I do. You know, I do too. But I'm 38. And I'm not getting any younger, and I'm not getting any richer. So let's do this thing, guys. Yeah. Oh, all right. Anyway. Patreon goal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what would that have to be? Like two million a month to be able to afford to do this? Yeah. <laughs> We'll pitch, we can pitch it to Shark Tank. I don't know. I bet we could make this money for a lot less because it's mostly psychological. It's a horror movie. They, horror movies are easier to pitch because they have they're very low budget. And this one, especially, like it doesn't even need to be anything. Guys, let's just let's just let's just go to let's just go to Netflix or Shutter. They're just throwing money at everything. Oh, Netflix yeah, would do it. Um, yeah, Netflix could kill for a good horror movie. 
and it's a ghost movie, so it doesn't it won't necessarily be it won't need to be super violent. Also, I yeah. still think we need to go for an R movie rating because horror movie that's not R is generally pretty poor. But yeah, it's true. And gets and, uh, usually gets uh, they usually make less money than PG thirteen horror uh, make less money than R rated movies than PG thirteen ones do. So. Um, yeah. I'm, okay. So Netflix can probably give us more money. Shutter will probably give us more exposure. What should we go? What should we go with? Netflix. I mean, you go for you go for the biggest one first, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you shop it around. You shop. You, you shop your stuff around. Yeah. It's like, well, Amazon Prime's already offered me three million dollars for this. What are you going to do? <laughs> Nothing. All right. Well, fuck. There goes my bluff. <laughs> it's like Vanessa calling me out on my bluff earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we it. Uh, hmm. Uh, the Rock and his family tested positive for COVID a bit ago, by the way. Are you serious? Oh, oh my okay? God. Yeah. yeah. He, does, he called it one of the most challenging things they have endured. Dang. Poor so, Rock. Might be a little smaller in the next few movies. I hope not. That'd be a bummer. <laughs> I'll still love him. It's getting humid in here, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> All right. I think we gotta cut it. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's let's end this. All right. Thanks guys for sticking with us. And uh, if any of you happen to have a film uh, company that you wanna you wanna do a movie to, uh, talk to us. Uh, you know, I, I, I can I can I can bang out a script or two here and there. Okay, I can hire someone to write a script. Yeah. Yeah. There's that too. Man, get us enough money, we can hire somebody to actually write the dialogue. Instead. <laughs> I can't write dialogue. <laughs> I can try. Uh, I have tried multiple times writing a book for like this idea I've had in my head for like. A decade and it just never gets anywhere so yeah anyway let's go ahead and wrap that i know i know people who can write dialogue so anyway let's wrap this thing up and we'll talk to you next time